You are listening to the Feedback Podcast with my homie Back. All right, welcome to the Feedback Podcast, everybody. My name is Back. Thank you for tuning in. This is episode 283. A uh, couple of announcements. Make sure you follow uh, Record Play Live on Instagram. Uh, we're about to do one for South by Southwest, but they want us back at Soho House. We killed it at Soho House last month, so they want us back. Make sure you follow. I have updates for you in the next few weeks. Uh, if you're doing South by out there, good luck. <laughs> this is going to be a shit show. Um, let's see. Another announcement. Go to uh, YouTube.com slash the feedback BAK. You can see our old videos. You can put faces uh, to the names to the people that have been on the show. Uh, I've had uh, Aaron Cheatham has been on. I mean, he's a regular at this point. Uh, Gabe Davis, Rebecca Trent. The, the list goes on and on. So anybody doing anything in Austin uh, been on the show at this point, I, I think. And a lot of funny motherfuckers. So uh, without further ado, let me introduce my guests for this episode. I'm really glad you came out. It's is long overdue, man. I know you like to talk, and we had many talks before, and I always enjoy them. I got Chris Castle in my building. Oh, hello. Thank you for having me. Uh, thanks for coming all the way up here in South Dallas. Yeah, <laughs> it is. South Dallas. It's far. I know, but it's far in both ways. And I live way deep South Austin. Like past Slaughter? Uh, yeah, yeah. Really? You, you in Buda? I'm in Manchac. I'm not as far as Buda. Man, oh, Manchaca. Manchaca. That's right. Well, yes. Why did they change it from the A to the E? Manchaca to Manchaca. I was like, too Mexican. I don't know what it was. They should have changed it to Woman Cheka. That would have been more <laughs> culturally appropriate. All right. Uh, no, but it's weird, though, because down there, you got to say Manchac because that's just, just how they pronounce it. That's how Texans pronounce it. Right. And I'm, I'm Hispanic. So I'm like, I'm like, uh, Manchaca just makes sense. I always say Manchaca. Yeah, Manchaca, right? But it's not. It's Manchac. But so it's I don't named even, after somebody, right? I just say Manchac. I don't even know the whole story. I quit listening. Because it's just <laughs> the change in the names of the signs. And I was like, I don't care. But I just say Manchac so that I don't stand out when I'm there. Because it's a small community and they're all Texans there. Do you say Guadalupe or Guadalupe? I don't live up there, so I don't fuck with you don't it. You don't say and it? I, I say Guadalupe <laughs> is how I say it. Yeah, well, but I don't have to say Guadalupe because I don't have to represent up there. Ah, yes, yeah, a different, a different kind of people up there also, now. Dude, it sounds stupid to say Guadalupe. <laughs> I don't know. I've heard people say, "Don't say Burnett." They say "burnt" or some shit like burnt. that. Burnt. Yeah, I heard "burnt" once. Burnt. Yeah, burnt. Yeah, that's yeah. like a real tap. Burnt. Burnt. They're just not pronouncing. I don't shit. know. All these little things. It's hard to keep up with. It really is. Yes. Yeah, I dude, I learned something that's interesting. You know the streets that go through Austin. The way they're named, it's like Rio Grande, whatever. No, yeah. All the streets there, right? That's actually representative of the rivers. Yep. And you knew that? Yeah, I knew that. All right. I had a game about it on the podcast a long time ago. So you talked about it on the podcast. Yeah. All right. I, All right. I actually asked somebody to put them in order from east to west. Yeah. And people always get nuisances and Nietzsche's fucked up. Okay, well, it's hard to say either of those. No, but just like where they're at, because they always, always get them confused. Which How does anyone east, even know? If you're downtown a lot, if you're downtown yeah, rat true. like I am, that's or true. I was, you got to know your nuisances and You niches. were, that's right. That's <laughs> I right. was a rat, and I'm proud of it. I wouldn't be able to do this if it wasn't for that, for all the, the steps I put in. Oh, man, yeah, you're saying the night, you're, you're clued into the nightlife here. You throw parties. I want to hear more about your parties. Man, we did, I'm trying to think of a good one. So all the parties I did had my name in it. Yeah, okay. So there was the back in the day, 
Okay. There was uh, and you spelled it, it like your last name. You spelled like your name. Of course. Okay. Yeah. It's called the feedback. Get it? Yeah. The, feed- you, the thing is, if you don't know me, this looks retarded. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you don't get the joke if you don't know me. I know. But for the most part, it was people I knew. So I had the uh, uh, don't the call it a comeback. Door. No, the, I had the the backstroke, a boat party. Okay. I did the backstroke. I did the gift back. I did the yeah. I don't call it a comeback. That was a, a four year anniversary. Uh, what kind of spots would you have it at? What kind of what? Like what? What locations? Like what bars? What what spots I mean, were you having parties at? I did uh, the the fundraiser for Austin Music Foundation was at uh, Vulcan Gas Company when oh, it cool. first opened. Uh, How long ago was that? That was twenty fifteen. Okay, well they've been around for a minute. Yeah, twenty fifteen. Uh, I did Volstead on the east side. Yeah, that was a two year anniversary. I did Six Lounge, which used to be uh, on Colorado and uh, and Fourth Street. Okay, across from uh, the 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 plain one, across the street. That's what that used to be. Uh, fuck, I've done so many Enzo, which is now the um on West Fifth and West Avenue. Now it's condos, but like all all over town, really. Cool. That was the, that was the thing. I mean, the videos are up. Go to the feedback YouTube page. You'll okay, see some yeah, recaps. I want to. I want to see some stuff. I did. I did one. We did a uh, a flash mob. What is that? A flash mob. So I was a dancer for seven years. Not the kind of dancer you think, but I was like, you know, hip hop kind of choreography okay. and stuff. So I knew a lot of dancers in town. And I was like, hey, I won't put together a routine. Put it online, and you have to learn it for the party. So when the song drops, you got to do the dance. What? And um, you can go on YouTube right now and watch the video. People learn the thing, and the song drop, and everybody did the what? thing. What? That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> every 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 feedback party had something different. That All was right. that was my shit. <laughs> now I'm just bragging. Now this is no, you're my no. Guess. I mean, I asked you though. Yeah. I'm curious. I think that's cool. I love throwing parties. I throw parties at my place too. Well, tell tell me about the cocktail thing. Oh, cocktails. So I do. Uh, have you been? No, I told you the other night. Like, that you had uh, never been. Yeah. Okay, so the I do sex and dating storytelling. And uh, the first two times I did that was actually at the back of my house. I used to do a podcast called Good Cock, Bad Cock, which just recently went offline. But I would interview people about their sexual history mm-hmm. and uh, good and bad stories. And, yeah, I know it's not a great name. But uh, I did 100 interviews or 105 or so. Mm-hmm. Some of them I couldn't post. People, Why? Well, people afterward or afterwards, because I am the type of person that people will open up to, which is kind of why I was doing that podcast, talking about sex in a plain manner and letting people talk about themselves openly. And so then afterwards, someone would be like, "Ah, I'm I, not comfortable. I'm not comfortable with that being up." I realize because you know a podcast is a conversation, sure. And so then you lead them a certain way, and then they go, "Uh," and so I always honored that. But anyway, I did a hundred episodes, and then uh, two times we did parties at my house, and then me and my co-host at the time, Zaley Kane, we would sit on stage and then invite people to come tell stories, and then mm. we would just like interview them after, and then kind of like roast them, and then open it was it. comedy still like funny shit. Yeah, yeah, I think that's the idea because when I was doing the podcast, I, uh-huh. I intended it to be funny because I'm a funny person and I like to make jokes about things, but. 
some of it got really deep because it would be an interview like this. Right. And we're just talking to them about their sexuality. And I would ask people I knew to find me guests. I didn't want them to be comedians necessarily. Right, right, right. I was just like, I want people who want to tell me about their sex life because everyone got a different thing going on. Mm -hmm. And so from that, a lot of them would be very vulnerable and often not necessarily very funny at all. Mm-hmm. And and sometimes like hor- horrific and really brutal stuff. Really? Yes. Yeah, really like or just off the wall stuff. Like, like sketch it? Um redundant. <laughs> devoteeism was one of like the more like really weird things. Devoteeism is uh people that are into limbless people. They wow. can only get off of people who are missing limbs. Uh, that was one uh, conversation we did. A lot of... I'm actually poly- a topic for today's podcast. Uh, yeah. to <laughs> a lot of polyamorous stuff. Anyway, just... Or assaults, rape, uh, molestation. Or- no, like real things that happened to them. Oh, okay, okay, got it. Yeah, got like uh, that kind of stuff in their past and how it affected them. But some of the stories were just so graphic or so specific in detail that they were just like, oh, it's not even comfortable to make a joke about in that Nicholson. moment. Uh, but anyway, so the cool thing about the live show mm-hmm. and the reason I do cocktails now is it came out of that wanting to have a more like a fun version of the podcast. Mm-hmm. And so having a live audience just kind of lent to that. It, yep. And so then people, I think, tended to tell stories that were more accessible and funny in that format. Cause then it was like, okay, cool. Now we're going to make fun of it. And then people can ask questions and it's more of like a community sharing thing. So now that's what we do. And then I've always, when I first started stand-up back in Oregon, there wasn't a lot of places to do stand-up. Mm-hmm. I've been doing it for like 16 years. and uh, On and off or consistently? On and off. Yeah. Yeah. Um, very inconsistent. <laughs> 16 years, yeah. man. That's just <laughs> I just love it, man. I love performing. So I was on stage before that as, uh-huh. a, you know, as a musician. And then it just kind of like went, lent into stand-up. But... Uh, when I first started, I would perform often at a burlesque show in Eugene, Oregon, at uh, John Henry's, this club there. And so I always kind of liked that Lenny Bruce, like vaudevillian, like where comics started, where they were kind of like an act on a variety show. Right, right, right. And I love that too, that when I'm in that situation where I'm the comedian amongst many performers, you kind of stand out more. It's almost like comedy's the best when it's unexpected. And so... If they're not expecting a comedian, well, then that audience is maybe more willing. That's true. And they're not judging it so hard. Whereas if it's like, all right, we're going to go watch seven comedians. These people are better be funny. Right. That's the premise. They don't know they're going to see. So anyway, I always just associate and I love uh, burlesque as its own art form, which is totally different. Oh, and so I have burlesque at the cocktail show. So even though it's sex and dating storytelling, I also have dancers every time. And they do their own sets. And my friend Allison, uh, Sweet Nothings, uh, she she does all of the booking for that. Uh-huh. And she has the contacts with the dancers. And so we like co-book the show Cocktails together. And she does the burlesque. We'll have three burlesque sets, kind of like the beginning, middle, end. Mm-hmm. And then we do the dating storytelling in between. That's pretty dope, man. Yeah, and we dress up. And we class it up. Yeah. And just I've have, seen pictures. Yeah, it looks nice. Yeah, yeah. and I really like the the dancers because just that art form is such a good icebreaker for what the show's theme is. Do you remember the Southern Sirens by any chance? The what? Southern Sirens. I think I've heard of that. I don't know. They were a burlesque uh, group here in Austin. Okay. There was a club called Aces okay. on 6th Street. And they would say, it will be the only cabaret on 6th Street. And it didn't work. 
Really? How long ago was that? When did it close down? Um, I won't say 2013, 14, something okay, like yeah, that. Well, that's, when I, that's when I showed up. So it, it didn't work because so they had these, these burlesque dancers, all talented. They were friends of mine, great dancers, but they would do like two shows a night, Friday, Saturday. And, and in between, it's just like someone playing music. And they were like, yeah, but it's just 6th Street. And you're going to be... People were like, yeah, if I don't come to the early show, I'll come to the late show. If I don't come Friday, I'll come Saturday because the, the act was the same. But it put a lot of pressure on the girls to come up with new that's sets. A lot, and that's a new, lot. Exactly. So after a while, they were like, oh, we're going to turn into an 18 and up club. Yeah. There's too much pressure for the girls. And, it, and now that you mentioned the, the story thing, I, I can think of, uh, have you heard of a podcast called Strictly Anonymous? No. You would love it. Yeah, this like kind of that. It, it's a sex sex stories, but it's anonymous. Yeah, that's so they great. go to Craigslist and people call in like, "Hey, I'm right. a hot wife. Uh, I just had my first threesome," and they use fake names, but they share a lot. You know, it's interesting. I now I love cocktails because of the comedy aspect. Right, I love uh, being able to conversationally be funny, uh-huh. uh, and then also react. Two things. Me as a performer. Yeah, yeah. So it's like fun to hear people's real stuff and then try and, and jump in and zing. No, it's uh, dope. I, I, I want to come. I, no, yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah okay. <laughs> Just fucking calm down, dude. <laughs> it's Let's dope. change the subject. I've seen it. <laughs> this is your house, but. Yeah, I can go right there uh, in the corner. Um, I was going to say, there's also bed post confessions. If you never, yes. And I actually applied to be on that show once and they turned me down based on my story because my story was about a trans girl who I had an experience with. And I think the trans girl, like, like with a dick. Yes. I had an experience with a trans girl and I sent them, they were like, Hey, send us a version of your story. So I sent the most basic, but I think that because of the climate, Mm about these kind of conversations that it comes off like because my story is very much from a straight guy's perspective who didn't know about trans people and so you know anyway I they didn't, they didn't let down. me tell, they didn't tell this? my story oh it's been like five or six years you know they're back so yeah but you know what the thing is is that I, whenever I feel like I try and I, I don't mind asking Right. I will ask anyone, hey, can I come do a thing? I'm okay with hearing no. Yeah. But if I do hear no or I feel like I don't fit, then I don't worry about it and I don't need to be a part right. of it. I never met those people. I only sent a thing in, but I felt like my story was rejected. And I'm like, well, my story is pretty interesting. Yeah, it is. Uh, but And I'm a good storyteller. But, uh, you know, I if All someone right. goes no, I go, okay. Fine, do your thing. There's other things to do. There's other things to do. But I, I, I think of what they do sounds cool, and that's why I wanted to be involved. So yeah. I would be involved in something like that if it occurred naturally. Okay. But I wouldn't cold call them again. All right. Fair if enough. That so makes cocktails, sense. when's the next one? The next one is, I'm very excited to say, is at the Pershing East. Dope venue, y'all. Dude, on April 28th, Friday at 8 p.m., they gave me a weekend slot I actually, it happened there just last, like a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. They did a brunch version of the show, but I had to be at a funeral in Los Angeles the same day. So I just produced the show from afar, and I guess it went well enough that they they had me back for the weekend show in mm-hmm. April. So I'm very excited about April 28th at the Pershing East because I'll get to be there. I've never actually been in that building, and I know it's that nice. it's a really 
great spot. You'll love it for this show. Yep. And I think they look I, they look for stuff like that. And I want to crush it at this venue. And I really want cocktails to be a part of the Austin scene, like a thing that people go do because it's so specific. The show. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah, I love the show because I made the show. So yeah, little bias, man. Yeah, a little, you get a it. It's your baby. baby. It's, your it baby. Super it's fun, like me though. talking about record play. It's like it's your baby. You it's want it to grow. You want yes. it to. You want more people to know about them, and then but you only want to can hold them. Yeah, that's right. I was letting other people hold him, and it started making me feel uncomfortable. No shit. Yeah, it's like, that's yeah. my baby. What are you doing? Oh, man. Um, all right. So today's topic, and now I feel bad with the topic based on the conversation we just had because it has nothing to do. Oh, no, it's fine. Whatever. I got stuff to say. Yes. No, you do. Uh, worst drivers. All right. Worst drivers. So we're gonna. So the way it works is that you start. Okay. It's, it, there's not, not necessarily an order, but three and then and then we go back and forth. Okay. Uh, and uh, yeah. All right. Well, I'm gonna. So, what's your feedback? Uh, oh, I got my first. I got the first. Can I crack a beer before? I say sure. This? Cheers. Cheers. I'm gonna crack one more. Go ahead. <laughs> you, you're the first guest to bring a beer. Oh, really? Wow, man. Here, I'll take it. I'll take it. Oh, I'm not feeling good about that. Oh, baby, beer. All right. I'm not a beer drinker, but this is actually pretty good. Worst drivers. Uh huh. I was thinking about this. And I actually thought of this like right when I pulled up to your spot. Uh-huh. Uh, cops. <laughs> I did not expect that one. They're the worst drivers, dude. <laughs> okay, elaborate. <laughs> dude, they stress me out. Oh, for okay, well, no, yes. no, no. For all the reasons you're thinking. Uh, for the reasons you're thinking, too. Not, you yes. tell me what that makes you feel. Yes, I, I got, yes. They're the worst drivers. They're, They're the, the worst motherfuckers on the, the road. Because here, here's here's the thing. Not only are they bad drivers, the 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 the, the gotcha shit is sucks. Oh, they'll pull you over and no. that will change your life. Yes, I got pulled over in front of my son for the first time. Ooh, I was on a country road going to George, going to a birthday party oh my for God. a kid, and I'm I'm going I'm doing sixty, like sixty nine in a sixty. Oh, do you know that this story, like, people's lives end after at this story sometimes? Yeah, that's true. Guys, <laughs> so, guys I made it. Like I made you. it. You made it through. I made it. I was so glad. <laughs> I was, so check this out. So I'm, I'm on my way to this birthday party at some farm in Georgetown. And I'm not even paying attention. I'm jamming with my son. We're playing, like, Bluey soundtrack, whatever. And uh, I see the cop. And as soon as I see him, and it's one of those like you're literally driving in the middle of fields, like there's there's no hills, that, like you see it coming. You're giving me PTSD right now, dude. No, oh, yo. And then he, sure enough, whoop. And my son goes, "What was that?" <laughs> and, like, and the cop pulls up, and I'm like, he's like, "Oh, you." I mean, he's five years old, and he goes, "Is it going to be okay?" I'm like, "Yeah, it's going to be fine." And my hands are on the wheel. Pay attention, son. You're going to be. Teach him. He's five. He's, gonna, he's half white. But, you know, in that case, usually they, they don't care about that shit. So I put my hands on the thing. I'm like, it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. Dude pulls up. He goes, license and registration. I'm like, oh, I got my registration. Uh, I got my license and uh, insurance. And I'm like, oh, shit, I got to pull it up on my phone because I didn't print it. So I, have to pull, I go to the Ed State Farm app. I'm trying to figure out a way to find my insurance and oh, all that stuff. Dude, you give me anxiety. Dude. Yo, I was I was kind of panicking in a way because the reception sucked where I was at. Oh, and he goes, <laughs> and then he takes it in the back, and my son goes, "Is that really a cop?" 
And I'm like, yeah. He goes, why do you say that? He goes, he has a cowboy ha- cowboy hat on. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, this is Texas. This, like, this is what they do. And he goes, oh, okay. He looked silly to him. No, yeah, he did. He's like, because he, he used the cops like from from either like cartoons or from movies. And oh. then this group pulls up with a. He didn't even look. It wasn't even white. I think it was like Mexican or something. I'm like, yeah, this is what they do here. They they play cowboy. They they want to be the law, the sheriff. Yeah, it's like you driving a car. Where you drive be a sheriff? Next, I, I I thought he was gonna ask me if he had a star on his chest or some shit. Yeah, and so. Uh, he comes back and he goes, oh, I'm just going to give you a warning. I'm like, yeah, I'm on my way to a birthday party is for one of his classmates. He goes, ah, oh, it's fine. I'll let you go with a warning. Uh, and we drive away and he goes, I don't like cops. I don't like the police. Oh, wow. <laughs> he goes, why do you say that? They're, I mean, I was trying to be fair because I'm like, hey, they're here to protect. But sometimes they actually go overboard or they, they do bad things. And he goes, I don't, I don't like the police. Um, His natural instinct. And I say, why? And he goes, because they stopped you. That's a good point. No shit. It's, a, it's exactly the point I'm trying to make. And then he said, oh, we're going to be late to the birthday party. <laughs> yes. Oh. <laughs> Even your a, son's like, they're a buster ass motherfucker. Yes. I mean, we were, on, we were in the groove. We were driving on the country road. We were playing, we we're jamming to good music, singing along. And then whoop. And if the the cop fucked it up for us, it's it, it's interesting too because your son didn't really have any fear about it because he doesn't no. right. He was just like that. They seemed silly, but his ultimate takeaway was fuck them, fuck yeah, the police. You're a killjoy. We're having a you're good time with my joy. dad, and you fucked it up with your stupid hat. Oh, it's great to see it through <laughs> the perspective of your son. I Yo, love and then he tell, told his baby mama. I mean, uh, yeah, he told his mom. You know, that's why you got to. So you got pulled over, huh? I'm like, yeah. I was trying to teach my son a lesson. That's why I did it. <laughs> so you told her. <laughs> it's like he's gonna, he's gonna need it. He's half white, but yes. you know, in those situation, they don't look. You're black enough. You're dark enough. Oh man! And so you, you know. So I mean, aside from just the killjoy, and you know, it makes it dangerous when a cop's around. I don't know about for you, but for me, for sure. If you for sure, me for damn sure. Dude, yeah, okay, for me for sure, right. Dude, for damn sure. I get it. Especially, you know, just fucking, oh, it, it makes, it takes my focus off the road. I become like, I'm like, okay, I'm aware of them so much. Mm-hmm. And I really think about it. And I don't try to, I try not to act in fear, but my awareness is so high that I'm definitely, my bandwidth is going toward focusing on them that it puts me in danger in terms of being a good driver myself. So I feel like they're the worst drivers because they put you on edge so much. So they make you a bad driver. So you're saying you have PTSD. I do have PTSD. So do, were you followed once? or what when it? It, Well, dude, I live near a bunch of like cop shops. What's where cop I'm shop? at. Just like where cops are. Just like, oh, okay. where, I don't know what you call where cops hang out. Yeah. Donut shop. There's no other there. <laughs> Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> I don't think they have donuts there. I don't want to find out. I just, they all are there. So there's like, Whatever they call it, sheriff's departments or whatever. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of police in the area where I live. So they're always around. But in they're just, Yeah, but they're just kind of there. Like that's where they end up or where they leave from. Oh, it's like I the see. high. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, So they're just there. So I, but I get it. I get the PTSD of them being around. I mean, I always kind of felt that way. I still think it's dangerous, even if you don't have a reason to be worried. They can just be worrisome because you're like, what did I do? Did I? Uh, am I, I doing anything wrong? Exactly. Like, is my, is my 
my license up to date? Did I, uh, is my tail light working? You know, is my check engine on? Like what the, do I have a tire? Do, do my blinkers work? And it doesn't have to be like that because like in, okay. So I lived in Bangkok for a while in mm-hmm. 2004 or two, in 2004 and 2005. And the thing about the traffic there is like, it's historically horrible. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's almost as bad as what, India or China or whatever. I think it's right up there. Top mm-hmm. three. And the thing is, though, is that they don't really have traffic cops. They just, it's kind of like, there's cops there to just kind of make sure everyone's okay. Right. You know, I'm not saying cops don't do fucked up shit in Thailand. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying that, like, they don't really have traffic. There's just too much. To handle. They can't. Yeah, I think they just yeah. know, like, we're just going to make this worse. It's already so bad. We don't want to, like, <laughs> freak them out. So there's just no real concept of traffic cops there. Uh-huh. The only real rules of the road are, there's only one. Which is the bigger vehicle gets right of way. True. That's the only real rule of the road in Thailand. That's oh, it. Th- oh, in Thailand, yeah. Yeah. Just the big, if there's a, something a bus, bigger yeah. than you, uh-huh. then you need to be aware and let, make sure that thing doesn't fucking hit you. And I think that that's the, that's the only rule we should really have. <laughs> I don't think there should be all this other bullshit. Just fucking make sure to be aware. If something big's coming, get the fuck out of the way because it's going to kill you. What? And that applies to pedestrians, too. No pedestrian right away. If, oh, in Thailand? I, I, I think that, personally. Me, uh-huh. personally. The way I look at traffic, cars, people, bikes, all that, buses, whatever. Uh-huh. If you're small and something can fucking hit you and hurt you, well, just stay out of its way. <laughs> <laughs> if, if, if you're armadillo... Yeah. Why would you cross the yeah. road? Stay out of the way. <laughs> Don't put yourself in front of something that will kill you. And if you do that, and then you only honk to let someone know that that's you're your, there. Ugh. That's the only honk that I think is acceptable unless someone really did something horrible. And then you can fuck you honk. But I think Americans overuse the fuck you honk. I don't like it. Is that is that your second? Because you're that is my second okay, drivers. Okay, but, but, okay go before ahead. that, I, I want to go cops. back to the cops because no, you don't. It also has no. I don't, don't want to go back to the cops. <laughs> you don't. No, you don't, dude. <laughs> I've had my run ins. I, I do not want to go back to the cops. But there's the opposite thing where you ever see a um, you see a cop on the side of the road and it's a trap. Like he, you, you're looking for the gun thing. No, the the speedometer, whatever they have. Oh yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. So you, so all of a sudden, you put your hands at ten two, and then you sit up straight and you turn the radio down and you release and, the and gas. You release the gas. Don't touch the brakes. Exactly. Just release the gas. Release the gas. And now you you're actually gonna signal. You're gonna go to the left lane. Something you would never do. Yeah, you if would the do. cops would. <laughs> yeah, I know. So like you remember driver's ed from when you were sixteen, oh. when you see a cop and you're like, oh shit, I need to straighten up. Okay, yeah. turn the weed down. Like yes. yeah, yeah. So it's <laughs> <laughs> so true, we and that's what we're talking about. But it, it's not so much just like a like a like a shock caller kind of thing. Like, oh, I got I got I got straightened up. Like I've been fucking around. I'm zigzagging and all of a sudden the cup is there like, "Oh shit, I got to I got to drive right." Yeah, and it's paying to actually pay attention. Yeah, it's like it's like the difference between doing a stand-up set just like at a show. Yeah. versus all right, we're doing this for a taping. 
uh, they're doing auditions for right. comedy. And you're like, oh, oh fuck. I, okay. I, I, Make sure that I'm, okay. Should I be holding it in my right hand? Should I hold it in my left hand? You know, and it's just that awareness that kicks in. That, that's why I think they're the worst drivers because, because of that. But they, I mean, and, and they have, you ever seen, uh, I mean, ever, probably. I'm always curious though, when you see, like I said, three or four cop cars. With sirens on, oh, yeah. like you're just cruising, and chilling, somewhere. yeah. And like they, you, you're just chilling, and you hear whoop, 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 and then there's like four of them just zipping by you. Yes, and you go, man, this scared the shit out of me. Yeah, and <laughs> yeah, you're you're scared, and then you're going, you think at least this is what made, it made me think is, are they headed off to do something? Or they just like, hey, let's give let's give them hell right now. Yeah, they can dash yeah, have the power you to know do they that. do that. And yeah. that's another reason they are terrible examples of how to drive. Because <laughs> they're always speeding if it if it's convenient to them. They so drive they, on a shoulder. They don't follow the rules. It's like working for a bad boss. If you're a boss somewhere, if uh-huh. you're a manager, you have to set example for how the place runs. So you have to do all the things that you're expecting everyone else to do. Otherwise, no one's going to respect that you're asking them to do those things because you're above. And so how can you expect people not to speed and cut people off and not use their turn signal and just totally (laughs) fucking abandon the rules when you know they're doing it because they can? Well, then fucking I'm going to do it too. Like We pay their salary, first of all. And second, so technically... If you see a cop not respecting traffic rules, you should be able to like pull them over that and would go. Be, oh and yeah, go, look, bitch. that would go great. <laughs> <laughs> you had to look. You forgot to pull over you, a cop. Yeah, that'd be dope. Like, actually, if you really want to do it right, you go, "Hey, uh, we're gonna sandwich you." Like, you take the front, <laughs> <Can> <laughs> take you the back, and you pull them over, and you go, "What happened? Uh, you didn't put your blinker when you switched lanes." <laughs> Here's a warning. You get. I'm not paying your salary for a month. You get a dent in your salary for the next month because of that. I'll be such a the worst way to get arrested. <laughs> it was yeah. the worst <laughs> fucking story. I mean, it would just be like horrible what was happening if you didn't get like severely hurt. Yeah, but I mean, technically they work for us. So you're like, because it, it's one of those you give somebody a little bit of power and then you realize what how big of an asshole it can be. Oh man. How like what's the integrity is like just by giving them a little bit, and then you're right. If they're let's say, but then again, if you're a cop and you got to get somewhere, you wouldn't turn the sirens on and be like, "Fuck no, everybody!" No, of course, exactly. But there isn't that. I know. I you know. would right? Yeah, yeah, of course I would. Like if 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 your wife was a cop and you're like, "Oh, we're late to pick up." Pick up our kid from school. Fuck it. Whoa, oh, whoa, yeah, whoa. definitely. Everybody get the fuck out the way. 100%. That's why I never really understood people like, fuck Bush or like whatever, like politician or whatever. It's like, dude, that's another human being who's just like taking their circumstances yeah, and exactly. making the best choices. Exactly. So I never really understand being like really angry at a single person. Unless it's like they ate my family or whatever. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, when fuck this guy. It's like, really? You don't know that person's story. So, yeah, I agree with you. So, in terms of Killjoy, where do you put ambulances? Where you have to get the fuck out the way? I'm into ambulances. What? I'm into it. I'm When they come through, I'm like, all right, get that person there. They're saving lives, even, right? Yeah. Even if they, even if uh, an ambulance, right, let's say they're doing that joyride thing where they're just like, we can do it. Uh-huh. I say, fuck yeah, dude. You know why? Because I don't tense up when I see an ambulance, bro. 
I've never been pulled over by a fucking ambulance. <laughs> or a fire I've never truck. Been, have you ever been stopped by a fire truck going <laughs> to your fucking son's birthday par- friend's birthday party? No, no. that would be hilarious, though. Yeah, no. So they're cool with me. They don't fuck with me. An ambulance has never, yeah, speed checked me, followed me for a while, and then fucking turned. You know, like, they just, so no, yeah, they're, they're not call. the same. Yeah, good call, good call. I was thinking in terms of like, hey, I'm chilling, and then this car is gonna try to get in the way and fuck me over. But yeah, you're right. They don't pull. They don't pull your. So what, what, what's the worst like um, running with the cops? You get followed for like ten minutes and then nothing happens, or like you take the exit and they take the exit, uh, and you yeah. find out they're just going to some parking lot to stake out another. I've had several of those. It also depends on whether I'm riding dirty or not. What do you call define that riding dirty? Just like if I have some. You know, drugs in your system? Some, no, or like on me. Oh. Or, you know, there's like a half a bottle in the back. Or, so, you know, just whatever. Yeah. Or, yeah, I had a drink and, you know, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, where they follow you. That's the worst. That is the worst when it happens for a while. And then I just mentally go off and like, Oh God, I take a detour. I'm like, I'm not going this way no more. And let's see what I make a U-turn. Oh, I've done that. I've pulled. Up, I've been like, huh? I, maybe I do need stamps from the post office. That seems like a legit place to be turning into. That is the HEB right there. I forgot the milk. Yeah, I do. I do. I've done that. I've oh, done really? The fa- yes. Purposely, and you walk in the store 100%, and you make sure to see no, you. No, not like that. Not like that. I was going pull to the store. Over. No, with, with, thank the Lord with phones. Now you can pull over and just stop and look at your phone for a while, and that's normal looking. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I have done things like that. I totally have done that before. Oh, okay. But I've had run-ins with cops where I'm actually very lucky. I've never got a DUI. Lucky. I got one. Yeah, it sounds like a nightmare. No, it, it was it was a... Uh, so they have quotas that they have to get every month. Mm-hmm. And I remember I was driving home with this a friend of mine, this girl I knew. And yeah, I was about to, you know, get some. Yeah, I was going to say, you yeah. almost say, like, I was with this, uh, this friend. <laughs> yeah, girl. Like, yeah. just fucking say yeah. thought or hoe or whatever. No, nah, she's not a hoe. No, she's of not course not. No, of course no, no, she's no. not. But in that no. moment, you were trying to get. Well, I mean, it, we were in the car jamming, yeah. jamming, and then, you know, I'm speeding. Okay, so you're having a good, you're like partying in the car. Yeah, I'm like, 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 I'm about to get laid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I had to, I'm about to get laid. You were swept away. You were (laughs) swept away in the moment. And she was like, yeah, it is happening. I confirmed before we got in the car. I'm like, sweet. On the way to the house, to the apartment. And it's always like an exit or two away from your exit. And they pulled me over for speeding. I was going 70, 72 on Mopac. So 65? 65, but I was going 72. Okay. You might have been swaying a little bit because you're like jamming out. Yeah. So there might have been a natural he, 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 he probably, party vibe. You probably heard the music. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't drive with my windows down, but we were really jamming. And uh, pulled me over. I one exit away. And I'm like, I'm cool. I'm not, I don't feel drunk or anything. I'm not a big drinker anyway. And uh, they do, oh, well, do the test. And, uh, you know, the, you know, stand on one foot and everything. Ugh. And I'm like, and you never pass. No matter how good you do it. And I did it fine. And my friend recorded it. And I did fine. And then the dude goes, well, I got to call somebody. So they called another cop who's like notorious. I forgot his name. But he's notorious in Austin for having the highest like quota of like uh, DUIs. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, fuck him, book him. What? Like that. Like, no, they made me blow. And I blew a point oh. 
A2. Oh, which is just right above. over. Exactly. And I'm like, I'm fine. I live right there. Because it's just a racket. No, it is. And it just like like two drinks will give you like above a point oh, eight. And so they booked me. And yeah, I had to go through the whole thing with the classes. It was and expensive. All that Fuck yeah, it was. Because I heard it's like 10 grand. Yeah, something like that. Between the classes and then you have to, uh, the court shit. Yeah. And all of that. Yeah, it is expensive. And I, I, to me, people who have three, four, five of them, I'm like, I don't know how you didn't even learn your lesson the first time. But whatever. That's different. It's different thing. But yeah, I, they killed my vibe. I killed your vibe. <laughs> I didn't yeah. get laid at all. <laughs> oh, you know yeah. Oh, yeah. Really? Damn. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, that was sad. So Did yeah. you go to jail? Yeah, that night. Oh, spend the night there. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Have you been in jail before that? Uh, yeah, once. Once. So two times total. Total in my life. Yeah. Uh, three. Okay. <laughs> the story <laughs> overnight and after. Yeah. All right. Well, we don't have to get into for, that. For, but for for good causes. Okay. So, but anyway, you're right. I'll give you that. The cops are the worst. The cops are the worst drivers. <laughs> I fucking nailed it, dude. Yes. I wrote you. that on the way here. Uh. All right. So. But. <laughs> <laughs> Um, the the second worst. No, no, we're going to alternate. Oh, okay, you're gonna do yeah, one. I'm gonna, all yeah, right, I'm doing right, one. I'm doing all, right, so, all right. Um, this is the fun. This is the funny. To me, it's 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 it. They're the worst, but it's the competitive drivers. What I mean by that is, it's usually a dude. The women don't do that shit. But like, you're, <laughs> they feel like they're in the race, but not really. So he's moving ahead. And you just happen to catch up. And as soon as you catch up, they take off again. Yes. And you do that again, like for on on Mopac or on the highway or whatever. And I'm like, what are you? I experienced this today. What are you trying to prove? I experienced this Who probably this every shit? day. It happens at least every other time I drive. But you know, they look over and they're like, how dare you go the same speed as me? Uh, I'm going to show you that my car can go faster than yours. I'm like. Gives a shit. It is like a natural, I think, instinct too. It's a male thing. You're right. It's not always male though. Have you had a girl do that too? I just, I feel like grandma just like fuck you, bitch. There will be like <laughs> Walmart woman energy, like in a oh, parking lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not like the speed forward, but it's kind of like the bully. Like I'm in this space. Like this is my space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. it is more of a testosterone thing. I think you're right. It, it, it's it's the dude that. uh that like will will cut you. Okay, so let's say you're at a light. Let's say that you're at an intersection, right? And there's people wait. You're waiting to take a right, and then but they're blocking the intersection. Like they're really pulling up to the next car, so you can't take that right just yet. Or you oh, can't even take that's that left. That's just, it, no, those that's assholes. That's a shitty shit. Yeah, yeah. but those those are, those are the assholes I'm talking about. Because they don't have control in their life. They don't have control in their life, and they have they get an opportunity to take control. Yeah. And feel like they control a situation. When they have control over another person, that gives them like a ah, uh, I control. I think that's that's my take on do, people. You think like they, that. they get off on that? Yes, a hundred percent. And that and it it goes in. First off, this is a great shitty driver selection because it does. This is something I experienced today. So oh, I get it. I get it. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you know, like I go up to work up Manchac, or I'll go up, or I'll go up First Street or Congress uh-huh. from down south. Up to Magnolia on South Congress. Right. And when I go, there's a lot of stops. I don't like getting on the highway. I just fucking. Yeah. I'm mosey, dude. I'm, mo- I'm mosey. <laughs> dude, I don't listen to music. I write. I write in my head. Okay. I daydream. So then I mosey up, but then I get in that situation today, too, where it's kind of like they're trying to figure out, all right, which lane, the left or the right, because you only got two. Uh-huh. 
is going to have the most give to where we can get up. Right, right, right. So you, you're kind of doing that voo, 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 to get the position. But then I think, actually today, I, I'm guilty of giving and it? winning. Really? Yeah, if people give me a little where they do what you're talking about, uh-huh. like, oh, I'm going to beat you. Like, if I can beat them back, I'll fucking do it. And you go back and forth like but that? I don't, yeah, but I won't. It's The thing is, is, I'm not thinking like that when I drive. I'm like, okay, what's the best way for me to get up? I'm not trying to best anyone. Right. But okay. if someone's trying to best me, yeah, I'll be like, <laughs> and I can fucking, be- yeah, and I can best them back and be like, ha ha, you, like I wasn't even doing that, but I still beat you. <laughs> you were trying and you still lost. Like say you, you're on your way to like say Dallas, right? So you're on oh, I 35 for three Ooh. hours. Oh God. Yeah. So you're, you're on the, you're on the right lane. Do my sister lives in Dallas? Mm-hmm. I see her like every three years. Oh, really? No, I'm joking. I see okay. more often than that. <laughs> no, if I'm she saying, didn't come see me, dude, that's, I look, hate that drive. Is, if, if I live in South Dallas, there's no way you go to the real Dallas. Oh, it's so horrible. But so, all right. So yeah. you're, you're on the left lane, and you're playing this game of, yeah, the left. you're on the right lane, but the left lane is a passing lane. Yeah. So you pass somebody, and next thing you know, they're going past you. Oh, yeah. And you keep playing this game for miles, and you go, why are we doing this? Again? Yeah, yeah, I won't do that. And uh, I do, you know what? Sometimes it is like to pass the time kind of thing. You're like, oh, look at, yeah, but oh, it's, it's, look at the Kia Soul back. <laughs> Kia Soul. I see you're you. judging the car too. This piece of yeah. shit bucket. Or if you, and if you can fucking stop, if like, if you see them for a while and then you can like, whatever, you go to a Bucky's or you go to the gas, station, the gas yeah. station and then you get back and then you're able to catch, you're like, oh shit, look who it see, is. Uh, see, but that can be, they can be turned to fun. That is, and it is fun in my brain. Yes. I'm never like, what the fuck? I never, I hate road rage. I think it's really weird. Yeah, but it, it, it is such a thing. Like I know, like when I, when I take my son to school, it's about a 15 minute drive from here to. Uh, it's like a Lamar and Breaker area, but between that, there's always in the, in the morning the people on the road that like they're not quite awake yet. Sure, and they they feel like they need to pull up close to the car in front of them at all all the time. Oh, when you're like pacing, like you so say, you're going thirty five or whatever. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, then yeah. they're like they're just right behind you. And you're like, I'm, I'm not going to go any faster. Yeah, exactly. So, so th- there's always the, the sense of, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm driving here, and I'm going to make you miserable and prove to you that, like, I, I can, I can tell you, or I can pass you, or I can cut you off. I'm like, why all the attitude? You go where you need to go, and you don't, 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 don't mind anybody else. Or mind other people driving, you know, but don't be a dick about it. Yeah, I, I hate it. I think it should be more like a shared thing. It's so dangerous. I mean, on the real. Yeah, driving the, the is so dangerous. Machines. It's horrible. And it's one of the scariest things I do every day. And whenever I drive, I think about that. I do have a moment when I drive in the morning. I'm like, let's get there safe for, for Jane and my baby. Because you never know. Yeah, you never, you never know. know. And it's, I always tell Jane when she'll leave, I'm like, hey, be safe. You know, especially, you know, always, because I think about that. It's just like a tragedy that can happen out of nowhere. And not your fault either. Not some, mostly or usually not your fault. Yeah. You know, uh, in the case of like Jane, for example, my girl, I just, oh, I'm always like, oh, God, I, I would, oh, it's just horrible, man. It tears people's lives up and it happens just because it's just something you do every day. You don't think about it being so dangerous. So I'm always on the side of like, let's just make this not dangerous for us. 
So I anyone who's super aggressive doing the kind of stuff you're talking about, yeah. if they're making moves where I'm like they're unhinged, I just I let it go. Yeah, me too. Me if it is more of the fun kind of like, I see what you're doing there, <laughs> I'll do it just to give myself something to do while I'm driving. Right. But I'm not endangering anyone for it. I, I'm just like, I don't have road rage, but I'll make com- nothing racist sometimes. Uh, but I'll make comments about other people. I, like with my son in the background, in the back, I'll go, yeah, people are slow in the morning. And he'll, yeah. re- he'll, like, he'll re- actually repeat that. He goes, why, why, is, this, why is this guy... Why is it so close to us? So See, why, why, to, he won't. He won't let. He goes. This guy won't let us pass through. He goes. That car won't let us pass through. Because that's not nice. I'm like. I want to say yes, yeah, son. There's some assholes out yeah. there on the road. This we got nothing Asian else to do. Bitch. Oh, <laughs> something specific. Like yeah, I, I learned some things, son. I might actually. I actually. I don't have my kid in the car, so I haven't thought about that because he's not old enough to. No, even. yeah. Give it so a couple years. Yeah, but I, dude, I, I say racist, fucked up shit. If I road rage. If I have road rage, I'll say fucked up shit. I'm, go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. I want you to say it. <laughs> well, I'm going to say I, I don't like use slurs very often. Uh-huh. Uh, but I do use the N-word a lot in the car by myself. Oh, you're not the only one. No, so, this, this is no surprise, no, but, no, but when I do it, I don't do it in anger. I'm going to tell you, dude. I do it in celebration. I'll, t- I'll explain. You, you make it no, a snoop I'll, lyric? I'll, what I'll do you explain. Do? No, I'll explain. <laughs> so did you ever see... This seems like left field, but did you ever see the Hulk, the Incredible Hulk, the one that was filmed in San Francisco? It came out like the early aughts. I think the, was, the first one with yeah, uh, it's like uh, uh, Eric Bana. Eric Bana, yeah, the first before. Uh, did you Norton. see that? Yeah, a long time ago. I don't right? remember it much. Yeah, and it sucked. Yeah, it was a horrible. That's movie. I don't remember it. So I went and saw it in Oakland, and it was in a predominantly white neighborhood. And that movie came out, everyone showed up because it was filmed in the city. Mm-hmm. So people were there for it. And there was one group of black kids that sat in the theater. But it was otherwise, it was mostly white people. And it was pretty packed. Mm-hmm. But that movie fucking sucked. I don't know if you remember. But it was yeah, horrible. Yeah. It was so boring. Yep. And like an hour into the movie, he hasn't turned into the Hulk. And there's like this fucking lovemaking scene with like the electric guitar, or the saxophone or whatever. And dude, the whole audience is like shifting in their chairs and shit. No one's saying anything. And then those, one of those blackheads stood up, dude, and he just yelled at the screen, turn green, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> I can say it. So, dude, whenever I'm at a fucking long red light, bro, oh! <laughs> I just think of that kid, dude. You say it out loud? Yeah. Oh! Come on. <laughs> that, you know what? I just that, think that, was of the that. Long, that was the long reference. But dude, but I, do, I just think of that kid and I fucking say that shit. It's <laughs> actually funny. Yeah, and it's like it's just a It's actually funny. It's just a funny. You know, thing. I should be in the car with you when you do it. <laughs> no, see, I wouldn't though. I'd be like, turn green ninja. <laughs> you know what? I'll I will <laughs> I pull the windows down <laughs> so everybody can and, and we'll we'll go to South Austin. We'll go to East Austin. <laughs> and I pull the windows down, you can see it. Oh uh, no. Nah. <laughs> nah. Nah. <laughs> I'm like, no, he's okay. He's from this. It's quoting the movie. Oh, he's quoting the thing from the movie. I actually, not to get off on that topic, but I used to fucking really be one of those sheltered kids who I just didn't. I grew up in Oregon, dude, and there's oh. a bunch of rednecks out there, right? Sounds like, but it. but I'm also like, I always just was one of those people who thought like, man, it's stupid that that word has power. But I didn't grow up around black communities. 
Mm. So I didn't understand how it has ne- how negative, is, yeah, how heavy it is. So I had that like idealistic, like, well, fuck that. That word shouldn't mean that because I don't feel that way. Mm-hmm. But I learned after a while, I'm like, yeah, I don't, I don't need to say that word. <laughs> no, I just said the cup shit. Yeah, no, just, <laughs> I don't need to say that. That's okay. <laughs> yeah, just, yeah, you don't, don't need to. I don't have an obsession about that. No, it's okay. Do 23 and me, and then that won't even be enough. <laughs> no, I know. I actually did. I'm about to get the results back. Really? Yeah, my what girl do you, what got me one for Christmas. I mean, um, I know a lot of it, but I'm actually curious to see. What um, country? Do you know? Where I'm from? Where in Africa? What co- Af- oh, Everybody no, has some I don't little know. bit of I don't, I don't know. I don't know if I'm at all African. Everybody got to have well, a yeah, we're all African. One. We're all African. But people say that, but actually, actually, okay. So I have heard in the last few years, uh-huh. people say that it's possible that some of the origins of people also came from Central America and or South America and that that history has been forgotten or been overshadowed by the idea that we're all from Africa initially and that that maybe is in science up to debate. I've only heard that recently and interesting. I, I don't really I don't know. I don't know enough about it, but I I, I do question theory. It. But okay, so I don't know. I don't know what to expect and I definitely don't know like if I'm from a specific region. Actually if I ride with you, just say turn green and I'll sit and I'll yell nigga out loud. I'll even things out that you'll be fine. Dude, I actually, but to bring it back to what you're saying, I really despise road rage. I think this is why, though, and I hate being in a car with someone who has it. Oh, I don't like being in a car as a passenger with someone who has road rage. Yeah, and I've heard people be like really gross, say stuff. I'm like, oh, I can't believe you said that. Uh, even though it's in the context of yeah, 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 yeah. and I, I think what it is is I think it's an expression of self hatred. You think self hatred? Like your life sucks. So you hate yourself. That's why you say it because the other person doesn't hear it. You hear it. Right. So if you're saying it out loud, you're the recipient of the negativity. Then you are directing it at yourself. So to solve that, pull your windows now. Pull your windows. (laughs) (laughs) How to solve that problem? If you want to, if you really want to project, get one of those like. Speaker things that cops used to have on the I top like of the their blues cars, brothers. Yeah, have one of those and have like the the thing and go, get the fuck out the way, road. bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Look, there, there's a song called "Move, Bitch, Get Out the Way." So there's some road rage out there. That's a road rage song. Yeah, I used to do that kind of thing. I think I would let because I think it's an outlet for people. Yeah, I don't think road rage is necessarily about the road thing happening. I think it's about like my wife won't talk to me about real things uh-huh. or, you know, like I didn't get the promotion at my job or I'm unfuckable or whatever the fuck you're worried about or whatever. And then people use driving because they can. Yeah. Cause you, it's no it's, one's, it's very rare. Someone's being like, what did you say? Er, let's fuck look, it can happen. I'm it sure does, some it, people got shot and or beat does. up because of that. Do all your windows up. Dude, I have this, a friend. This, this is like the zoo. I, <laughs> I won't, I don't, it's a friend of mine's husband, and it's their story. But in a road rage incident last year, it's been over a year uh-huh. in San Antonio, he got shot in the head. What? And it went out in his temple, and it went out, and he lost his right eyeball. Somebody followed him. Uh, they had like a one of these like get the fuck over things, uh-huh. and then they went on to like an interstate where it splits like this, uh-huh. and then once it went this way, he shot out. She shot at him. Oh wow! Hit him in the temple, and it went out his eye. He lost his right eye. 
Fuck. Yeah. How shitty is his life? And, and I don't know, dude, and I hear reports and it's their business, but, you know, and I don't know the details in terms of how involved he was in a negative way. You know what? I don't know the details because I haven't heard it from him. Wow. In terms of like, did he push this person to that? Mm-hmm. Is this someone who's a serial you know, road rager does right, this right. kind of shitty people thing. People get them for a living, like they get up, well, like they don't go to work, they just drive around shooting people, people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, or just get pissed off all day, like I'm gonna fuck somebody's day today. You know, but I, it's hard for me to believe that there isn't some level of were you fucking in a situation that you should, you know, because it's yeah. the jungle out here, and that's the thing, at least for me about road rage, and I think now I, in not just driving my car, but with people in general mm-hmm. in public when I'm dealing with other people. I just think it's so important to be respectful to people and be yeah. polite. Even if people are being disrespectful and impolite to you, even then I think that you should still be as respectful and polite as you can and remove yourself from situations where people are being disrespectful or rude mm-hmm. to you as because you don't know what that person's up to, what they're going through and what they're capable of. And it's the jungle. I have and sto- you will get fucking bit. I have a story. A friend of mine, he was, he pulled up, uh, it was like one of those, like, take somebody else's parking spot. Oh, I saw the parking spot first. Oh, that's up, man. The dude was like, oh, really? You took the spot. He went back to his car, opened the trunk, pulled out a shotgun, went, is it really your spot now? Like, that level of, oh, oh my God, like, I got I got issues. It's, it's like, because you never know. You never know what people are going through. You never know what goes in their head. You know what kind of day they had. You know, they could have talked to them, how to get in a fight with their spouse or whatever that morning. And all of a sudden, they just snap, and your day is fucked because you couldn't spend two and a half more minutes looking for another spot where you had to walk exactly. in for ninety exactly. seconds or whatever. There's a great, um, there's a great old Disney cartoon. Uh, you know, remember the old Disney with like there was a car, like a narrator, like this is the house of the future, and there's a dude that would like explain. There was one with Goofy. Where this show, like, yeah, meet Dave, mate. Dave wakes up in the morning, goes to work, and it's like goofy with like nice suit and everything, and, like yeah, you know, okay. happy. I can imagine. Out, that. Yeah, and, and as soon as he touches the wheel of his car, like he turns into this demon. The horns grow, his eyes get all angry, and he's like, "I'm about to kill a motherfucker here." It's a great cartoon. It's an old school Disney cartoon. So it's teaching you about road rage. Yes, the whole thing's about road, and then he, he gets where he's supposed to go. By the time he he did that. Like he he's bumped cars, his cars all fucked up, and he gets out of the car. He goes to work. It's it's a great cartoon. Yeah, I could see how it. Would, you don't want to be like that, man. No, you don't. You, you don't. But like that, it's like again, you don't know what what goes on in people's heads. But if, if they got, they have any reason to really, if really want to fuck with you, they can. They're driving this metal thing. They're protected. At least they feel like they're protected, right? And then I can fuck up your day because this is what I do. Yeah. And maybe I do it outside of of the car too, but the car is where I have some power. I can actually like really get on your nerves oh, and, and really just – it's like a little poke to the side. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I just can't. I can't, dude. I can't do it. I mean people still get under my skin in any situation. It's always a possibility, but I can't engage in that kind of stuff. Anymore. No, life is too short, man. Life's too short. It just doesn't feel good to be angry. Yeah. So what's your second? You said people horn. Is that the hunk no, hunk? no? So the cop, uh, cops was the first one. Uh huh. So I would say second worst. I was Asian cops. 
<laughs> Man, they suck at I've driving. I've never seen one. <laughs> I've never seen an Asian cop. I think Asians have bigger aspirations in life than being a cop. I know. There's too much cultural pressure to be a cop. They don't make enough money. Yeah, true. Like, come on, be a lawyer, be a doctor. Really a cop, Lang? You want to be a cop? Unaware drive. I mean, let's see. So, sec, I haven't thought about it. I'm really trying to think about it now. The daydream. Well, you picked one. You picked a good one. Which was actually probably what I would have said second. And okay. that's why I went off on the road rage thing. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. I do feel that in my heart. I hate people that, that do that. that mm-hmm. But, um, man, I got a couple of like situations where fender benders, where it was just like an unaware person. So, like we were saying, driving is dangerous, right? Right. So, like, look, man, I've had a drink and, and driven before. I'm not going to lie. And that's why I brought up that. That's amazing to me. I never got a Dewey. Yeah, knock on wood. You saying real wood? Actually, it's not. <laughs> I got no real wood around. Come on, here. that's not real. I don't think it is. No. Wow, it's impressive. It seems very real. All right, this, let's say this is. I'm not gonna try to jinx you here, but all right, it's good enough. Good for it's you. Good enough for me. But um, people that that uh, don't respect how dangerous it is to be driving. And uh, you mean to take it so easy? They're so laid back that you know they're oblivious to the whole thing. They're not respecting how dangerous it is, so they get blotto. Like, so I got hit by this woman, uh, Natasha Al Safar. Can I say her name? I don't even know the person. Did you just come up with that name? No, that's that her, really name? her name. No, so she was married. She must have been. I don't know. I don't want to make a judge. I think that was her married. So she a taken last name. She was a white girl. Mm-hmm. Natasha. Shout out to Natasha. And I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did you so, ever this? <laughs> yeah, so she fucked up my truck. But what happened was I was at, visiting my sister in Dallas. I was in a parking garage. And I was way well on my side. Because you know how parking garages can be super tight. Right, right, So right. it's like if you don't know them, you got to take it slow. Especially mm-hmm. around those corners. So when it was in one of those corners where it turns up and around, you got to do the little U. Yeah. I'm like three feet on my side. Of the yellow line. Uh-huh. I see that I hear this woman coming down, and I'm like, I can tell this car is like being reckless. That she's screeching. Yeah, like, yeah. She's screeching. Oh, she was coming up, and I'm leaving out. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. And then I'm like, oh fuck. All right. This person's coming fast. So I even moved over like more. Did she I see I'm like, oh, she's gonna hit me. She comes, hit hits me, hits the car, stops, looks at me like angrily. Like I did this to her. She hit me. Mm-hmm. Then it hits her gas, pushes her. This is her nice ass brand new Beamer into my like old school ninety four S ten like beat up truck. <laughs> I don't even know if she. I think she just like accented the fucking already fucked up uh-huh. like panels I already had. I don't know that she did that much more damage. Uh-huh. But she hits the front, sees me, looks mad like I did it to her. She hit me. I'm stopped. She hits the gas and then just runs her car from the rest of the length of my truck. What? So, yeah. So she hit it the front right by the tire. I'm looking at her. I'm all like, hi, I'm here. Hits the gas angrily and fucking pushes her car all the way, the whole length of my truck. Just, I can't get out of the door. It's shut. Hey, when you have to take a shit, you have to take a shit. <laughs> She's it. it one of those people. She couldn't believe. She, to her, I did this to her. Uh-huh. She was definitely like having some issues, 
got back from happy hour, couldn't handle her shit. Yeah. And then when it was so, she was so oblivious, whatever, on her phone or whatever, that when she hit me, she thought, I can't believe you were in my way. Well, fuck you and hit the gas. And then I looked her right in the eyes. Natasha, fuck you. Dude. The good thing what was so funny is I got out and I was like I was so calm. I was like the dude from the Big Lebowski calm. Like I was all I was all, hey, I was like, Are you all right? Oh, she and stopped. She didn't drive off. She stopped. But we we're in a parking garage. She, she's yeah. going up. She's not going she lives there. Oh shit. And my sister lives in the same complex. So I go I get, I go, Hey, I go, are you all I had to get out the other side. Uh-huh. And then I go, Hey, are you all right? And she goes, She's like, What 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 was going on there? And I'm like, uh, you hit my truck i was stopped you hit me and then you hit the gas and you went through uh-huh. but i go but i'm okay because you know she could have hurt me uh, de- definitely yeah and so i just go i'm okay are you okay and she was like well how did the, how did the, what were you doing there how the fuck did that ha- how did that happen oh dude she was drunk and of course she was some of that shit and so that's what i was gonna say this is my next worst drivers drunk drivers that can't handle their shit <laughs> if you're gonna drink and drive be a pro at be it be a fucking good drunk driver be aware of how drunk you are what your drink driving style is and make sure that you're within those limits because ultimately it's not good to be in any impaired state whether there's a substance involved or not right if you're sad you're angry you know you had a bad day you're sick you're not feeling well your eyes are out of focus You've been drinking, you've been smoking, you had too much caffeine, whatever it is. Make sure that you know what your ability is. Because there's some people that be drinking and driving, I know them. I'm cool with it because I've seen them drink and drive. I know how they drive. I know you'll make it home okay. I know I you'll trust, be all right. That's <laughs> right. And you make it to go, oh, thank God, I don't know how I got here. <laughs> yeah, but then there's other people who just fucking get drunk, roll the dice, and they don't, they yeah. don't know how to do it. They didn't eat dinner. And yeah, then they go move. kill a whole family. <laughs> they fucking kill a whole, they kill a whole family. Yeah. You know what I mean? You started, there was like, I never understand, not understand, but when you're driving and you're, you're, you drive into a store or oh, yeah. a restaurant or a house or a house. I'm like, how you never, you, you had way too much confidence in your driving skills. Yeah. To be like, yeah, I'll be all right, I'll make it home. Unless you know you end up like over a fire hydrant with the with with the water splashing out and shit. Yeah, and it's not the first bad choices you made. No, yeah. Because you've been making bad choices that got you there. Because if you made better choices, you'd have better friends that would say, Hey, don't yeah, drive. Exactly. But you're surrounded by people who don't give a fuck about you. And then you you know what I mean? I'm not dogging on anyone. I'm just saying that da- driving is dangerous. And and you know, just know your limits. I'm not even against drinking and driving if you know what you're doing. Do you have a way to, like, when you drive to, like, kind of keep yourself up? Like, listen to a song out loud, oh, open the dude. windows, I've done, like, sing along. So what's the longest drive you've ever done? Longest? Like, where you're just consistently in a car, going, going, going. I drove to East Texas once. Just, I mean, I was young. I drove to East Texas to meet this guy. It's gonna so stupid. I can't remember. I can't believe I'm saying this. This girl that I met on a Yahoo chat room. Oh, nice. Yeah, I thought I lost my virginity, dog. 
A Yahoo chat room? I lost my virginity to a girl I met in a Yahoo chat room. Okay, we won't get to that. They, the a, show. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> ASL. Yeah, it's an sex, sex location. That's yeah. right. Dude, That's I'm right. 40 years old, bro. I know. I'm, I'll be 41 Thursday. Damn. So right. I know we're the same. Yeah. <laughs> I lost my virginity I, that I, way. I, I remember Don't I, be embarrassed. It was a beat up Toyota Tercel. And I, I'm like, there's nothing out here. If I'm, if if I get stopped, if the car breaks down, I am fucked. Oh yeah, it was one of those drives, okay. and I got there. But you were going for pussy though. I was what? How I was seventeen? Oh, dude. something like that. I just got my license. You didn't even need a car, dude. You could have drove there on your boner, bro. Yeah, I could have on my balls. All time. For- yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> and I got and I and I get there. I'm like, you look nothing like your picture. Oh, she she did. It wasn't good. No, it wasn't. I, yeah, I staged like, you want something to drink? I'm like, I I I'll I'll take a coke and be on my way. Thank you, ma'am. Oh man, that's so awkward. I'm surprised yeah. you stayed for the coke, but you were being polite. Yeah, I was like, I drove all the way out here. I better get at least something to eat or drink, and a then get, get on my way. <laughs> so oh. pathetic. <laughs> Mine worked out. I was excited. Oh, we had a pre-arranged, so we did the Yahoo chat. Uh-huh. But then we called. We had like landlines. Like I had to call from my parents' house. She sounded cool, and I said, "All right, here's the deal." I was like, I'm, <laughs> "Here's I the show, deal." I, I didn't have to drive super far. Uh-huh. I was like, "I'll show up. I'll knock on your door. You open the door. If you think I'm cute, invite me in, and then I'll come in. Mm-hmm. You know, if I think you're cute and you invite me in, I'll come in. If I don't think you're cute, I'll just say, "Hey, this was nice try, but." Because there was no photos. Yeah. Was, or in no videos yeah, or anything. I, I, I talked to this girl every day for weeks. That was oh, the okay. thing. So we like chatted maybe for a couple days and we were just like, let's just do it. But oh, I was wow. like, same age. I was 16, just about to be 17. So I just turned 17 and then I went out there. So we talked for a little bit and then she was gorgeous. It was like fucking crazy. Yeah. Very, very, very rare. Very good. It <laughs> could have been a it. man. Yeah, it could have been. It man. could have been anybody. I, you trusted that ASL so hard, dude. <laughs> like, and I lost my virginity to the West Side Connection. I remember the she, song. She no, the album. She put oh, the Ice Cube album. I think so. Yeah, well, Ice it's Cube, like a Mac compilation. 10. Yeah, it was a bunch of artists on it. Yeah, it's Mac, West, West Side, Side Connection. Connection. It had like it was a CD. Yeah, that had Ice like Cube, Mac Ten, and uh, WC. So I lost my virginity to that record because she was listening to it. She was hanging out with a bunch of Mexican gangbangers, uh-huh. and that actually she was half Mexican and half Native American, or as I like to call it, a hundred percent Native American. <laughs> and uh, she uh, she actually freaked me out because I think. She was got. She had some hand tattoos and shit, uh-huh. and I just went to like a redneck ass school. So I thought she was a little too fast and loose. So I was like, "This girl's like a like slutty, like maybe it fucking." Matter, her. You I didn't care, but I was. Like, I had these like puritanical thoughts put in my mind from whatever my environment was. So to me, she was scary because she was too like hanging out with these gangbangers and shit. It just kind of freaked me out. So we did it the one time. She probably would have been my girl and was cool. But I think I like that was it. I couldn't. I th- I think the the best part of the stories that you listen to West Side Connection, dude. It was, <laughs> Bye down. It was, we come to your town. So Bye down. We bound. And I didn't. I honestly like. I it was probably one of the longest like sexual bouts I ever had before coming. But I think it was, I was just too nervous. No, of course, that's usually the case. So I was just like, when I was like no, watching that clock. I like, was watching the clock, and I was like, I'm going forever. Like I thought I was so good at it. <laughs> So actually, like I'm, I impressed myself my first round, and it's been a disappointment every other time. How do we get to this? 
I don't know. Anyway, we were talking about oh yeah, the the people, people are oblivious when they're driving. Actually, I had um, I was in the parking lot of my my bank, and I'm li- I'm stopped like in the I don't know how you call it the aisle, I guess. Yeah, where you're going through like the ATM thing. No, 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 no. Just like in the parking lot. Okay. Like I'm stopped in the. You just stopped in the roadway. You're yeah. not parked. Yeah, I'm not parked. Some lady gets in her car and then just hits the pedal in reverse and hits my my passenger door car. And I'm like, oh, in her. Oh, she didn't even look back. No, 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 no. And I'm like, you, you, you didn't see. I mean, I'm, I'm literally. I, you could see from like my whole car is behind your car, and I was there when you got in your car. And you didn't think to look. You just hit <laughs> hit reverse and just went for my door. Did she have insurance? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got so it. was on her. No, no. I mean, I ended up giving the car to my sister because it was a BMW too, actually. Oh man. <laughs> and 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 the thing is, like th- those people, I I think that when you reach a certain age, because there's the people who drive who are just like like daydreamers. Oh, they okay. look at everything. They look at the billboard. They look at your the car in front of them, or they're playing banana car. Look at their phone. They change change the thing. Don't whatever. And I'm like, or they're just old. They're just old people. Just just old, or they're Asian. Like to your point. Yeah. (laughs) And and you're like, I think that you should go and pass your driver's test every X number of years. Yeah. Just to make sure, just like guns, like you have to go and practice guns. So to stay sharp and you know how to do the thing in case shit happens. Same thing here. You're right. They don't really do that. No. You do it. Get at 16 and you never have to do it again. That's a good point. Why is that? You should do it again at 40. At actually, midlife crisis, you do it once. That's that's your like your, uh, uh, how you call it? Your reminder. Ed, you know that you're not supposed to like uh, to speed up at a yellow light or when it says don't take the you right on red, there's times it says you're not supposed to because there's a school there or whatever. Or don't speed in the don't do a, a 45 on the school zone because you might be you know or go too slow either. Yeah, you then be you're a reminder. Foul. Exactly. And they do at 40, you do at 50, 60, and then at 70. Sorry, you Uber. can't drive. Get yeah. your grandkid. You better the, have kids. No shit. Yeah, I, I failed my test. How the fuck did you fail your Three test? Three times. Oh, oh! Before, I'm sorry, you're an idiot. Yeah, this you know is what? idiot category because you do with the book. No, I blame my dad because I'm a good driver now, but my dad was a bad teacher, and then so not to get too into it, but like it's a psychological thing. He would always just yell at me when he was teaching me to drive, like stick, like, or was it just? Well, he taught me to drive. Well, he taught me to drive both. Mm-hmm. We had a big ranch. I grew up like on a farm. So I drove around the farm and stuff, but just in terms of like the road rules, I didn't know. So I could drive all right, but nah. So the first, very first time I took it, the parking portion, I got one of the cones stuck in the wheel well. And like the driver, like the student, the, the uh, teacher, yeah. he, he had to like pull it out. My dad was just standing there shaking his head. So I think I just like built it up every time. Yeah, I'm a slow learner. That, that, that's that's pretty bad. <laughs> Yeah, but I made up test. for it because I haven't got a Dewey. 
I mean, I remember taking it. All my failures were early. <laughs> good. Yeah, you're a better person. Got for him out it. of the way. Yeah, good. Good call. But like, I remember taking the test because I turned. I turned. I got my license at 17 because I got here at 16. And I remember you could take the test with the book. Oh, you don't even have to. No, you you have to do both, right? You do the book test, do, but even with the book but test, you have to go do the driven test. Yeah, right? but the driven test was like you had to put so many hours, I think, or some shit like that. You remember. drive, you drove around. The dude took me to Lake Travis. Yeah, you do shit. like twenty five or thirty yeah. minutes driving around. Exactly, and they you go okay, following. Do it, turn left here. Yeah, and then you got to make sure you're doing all the things. Yep, right? and then you you do the book one, but you you take the test with the book. Yes. So you copy. You're not learning shit. You just copying. Like you have school. the answers right there. Yeah. So you're not really taking the test. What I'm saying is, take that, make it harder, and say, so, okay, now you're 40. You got at least 30 years or well, 20 some years of driving behind you. Do you remember how to do? It would be a, so a fucking thing. humiliating, though. I know when you've but, been driving, and then you would go fail the test. Would be really like if, if you can't if you can't parallel park at age forty, you should like like uh, sorry, no, you're, you're on probation for if you've been driving for that long. I think drive they might do stuff like this. I think driving's going to become like passe. I don't over, say that. And then, Somebody got to drive. Well, people will be driving, but I think there will be more automation and. AI robots going to drive I think we're going to start leaning into it. I think it's it's a ways out, but I think we'll lean. I know for sure that they're trying to implement where everyone has to do alcohol tests before they get in cars. And that's something uh-huh. they, they're like trying to roll out, which I mean, I'm not against that. Yeah, yeah. But it would be, it's definitely going to, it's going to take some time. But like in France, there's a point system. What does that mean? So that means like you, you every year you get a certain amount of points. And depending on your driving, let's say you get a speeding ticket or a bad parking or whatever, okay. you take points off. Oh, fuck that. And then if you had zero, like, sorry, you can't drive no more. That and then you sucks, have to re- though, for parking tickets? Yeah, for anything you fuck up. And French cops are assholes. <laughs> that sounds horrible. I don't but, like it. No, they're trying to take it away, actually. Okay, no, no, good. They tr- no, they're trying to enforce, um, I think it's just... Driving on the influence because it's not that big as a, of a deal there that it is here. Uh, but they're trying to enforce something like like recently there's a comic, huge comic, French comic. Uh, been around for I mean since I was a kid in the eighties he was already doing comedy very uh very famous in France, and you recently got into a car accident where he killed uh a, one of his friends was pregnant the baby died. <gasps> Oh, and God. somebody else went to the hospital. Oh no! So he's this is going on right. This happened like two weeks ago. What? And What's the name of the comic? Pierre Palmade. Okay. And he was driving on the influence of cocaine, and they told him, like, "Hey, uh, we can drive." He said, "No, I got this," and he was high on coke, and he got into an accident. Baby died, oh. or somebody else was. The, I think and someone else of the died. passengers in his car died. Yeah, in his car. Yeah. Oh. And so uh, he's now um, he's going to jail, like yeah. jail, jail. Yeah. And they're like, we don't give a fuck that you're the one of the most famous comic in France. You're going to fucking jail. They're going to put him no special treatment, nothing. So and and the thing about France is that they're very reactionary, kind of like here, where something happens and you go, oh, okay, now from now on, 
We have to, everybody, if you drive all the cocaine, oh, wow. we got, you're done. Oh, wow. He's not going to get the Matthew Broderick treatment. Then. No. He's getting Or any other celebrity here, yeah. thrown at him. You know that Matthew Broderick did that, uh-uh. I think, in Ireland. That he, happened there in, in Ireland? Back in the day, he killed a whole family. Oh, fuck. And he got a career? Drunk I- driving. He was drunk. Killed a family. And he got completely. Y'all live with that shit? Yeah. I mean, I won't. no one wants to live with that. Ugh. Oh, Feeler's, what is it, Ferris Bueller's Ferris Bueller's day off. Day off. Yeah. <laughs> he was really off that uh, day. Yes, he was. All right, where are we at? Is it my turn? Yeah, let's hear okay. it. Um, well, you said people were oblivious, right? Those here? Yeah, people that are just kind of like not not self-aware. Okay. Well, not like, yeah, generally aware of everyone, right? Because yeah. it's, a, it's a shared I, I, experience. I have to say this. Because I think it, it kind of goes back to what we're saying, but just just slow. Yeah. <laughs> just slow, motherfuckers. Oh, like, dude. you have no business going 40 on a highway. Like, I don't care what you're on Weed. or how old you are. No, yo, that's just too much. That's dangerous. Weed driving is not as dangerous as alcohol driving, but it is annoying. No, I mean, we drive slow. Yeah, but we drive slow, indecisive, sudden. Yes, you don't know sudden, when to take a left. Yes, yeah, sudden. And then turns. road rage comes out and I call you, you know, whatever. And then you're like, hey, whatever, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it's time, really. Why are you in such a rush? Yeah, 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 like, yeah. Well, th- th- because I got no, places no. to be. Oh, no, no. So, yeah, I do, I do agree. Everybody. And now, there's the adamant. Speed now. I I got to admit this. You slow I've, motherfucker. I've done it sometimes. If someone, because you talked about this, someone riding your ass. Yeah. All right. So you're like on Brody. Let's just say. Uh-huh. Let's just say you're a forty year old comedian who lives in Manchac. <laughs> you're on your way to work, so you're driving off Brody, uh-huh. and it's thirty five. Now I'll go forty five fifty because that's that's what's expected of all of us. But <laughs> sure. if someone, in what, in what rule book? I don't know, but yeah. But, but I mean, come on, and at fucking seven a.m. or six thirty a.m. Oh, fair enough. Go well, ahead. But everyone's headed to work. But if you ride my ass unnecessarily, like way up on my ass, I become a law-abiding citizen. Oh, real down. fast. I do the fucking speed limit, and I and I'll even go slower if they keep riding my ass. You know what? That's 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 textbook. <laughs> correct reaction and so to somebody riding your ass yeah. from from the driver's license test from the driver's test to the speed limit like you 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 hit the brakes so the lights brake come on check, brake yeah check, that thing which is dude which is fucked up and dangerous to do but i do brake check people they're all up on my shit because i'm just like what what are you doing you're not gonna get to the especially if it's like you pulling out right uh-huh. you turn and right and there's a light where everyone stopped uh-huh. so it doesn't matter how fast you go you have to stop right but there's someone who's coming down the road and you pull in front of them and then they're just like dude what the fuck and it's like, like why are you in such a hurry to stop <laughs> look in front of you it's red like look you're beyond stop. the one car that pulled in front of you like, oh you slow yeah i'm slow because it's not gonna pay to speed up i have to stop yeah so you, you should it be doing 65 <laughs> You should slow down. You're gonna have to stop. Uh, so, and it's a time thing. You're not saving any time. Yeah, but you, but it's also the dude that like he's on the access road, he's about to get on the highway, uh-huh. and he's going forty. 
Yeah. And you're like, dude, now you're fucking it up for now me. Now you speed up. Yeah. Yeah. And but no, don't. he doesn't. Yeah, but it don't. Yeah, that's totally different. Yeah. Yeah. I'm talking about that slow bitch. Yeah, that's or the worst. Dude. <laughs> I mean, make it a dude. No, it's funny. Agenda thing. It's funny because this just brings up, for me, I think of it at work because there's an old dude at work. Uh-huh. Because I work in a restaurant. Right. And so it's tight quarters. Uh-huh. We're doing all this shit where you, you look down and you intuitively know, all right, these three people are... You wait in a little pocket, wait for these servers to come by with their right. tray, and then you move. You got this one dishwasher, bro, and it's not his fault. You say his name? Like- no, no, I don't even. I don't even know his name. That's oh, okay. how fucking shitty I am. Uh, no, I know his name, but I'm not gonna say his name. All right, Travis, but dude, he's just fucking slowed. He's like fucking ninety eight. I don't okay. care. He's old. Well, he's still working. But dude, well, I mean, it's just like, what else is he gonna do? Oh. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know his personal <laughs> life. I don't know. His life. He's a nice guy, but man, it's just like in that situation where we're all like moving around. I know we're not talking cars, right? When, but you get what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the, slow. The, 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 it's just the, like you motherfucker. Just get the fuck out of the way. Yes. God damn it. No, it, it's irritating. But it's irritating because. That guy's there every time you're in a hurry. I don't care if you're old. Yeah, exactly. Die. Or get a ride. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I do. If I see that they're old, I always go like, ah. No, but you, you, do you pull up next to them to see what if they look like? they're slow and, yes. I, and they're like in a nuisance to me, then yes. When I come by, I look at them. And you, you're like, uh, you shouldn't be here. Well, I'm like, you better be fucking old. You better be fucking old. <laughs> you better, you right? better fucking yeah. okay. All right. Yes. You're fucking, you are fucking old. <laughs> and then I think about the stuff you're saying. I'm like, someone should fucking test them because they shouldn't be driving. No, they shouldn't. No, and this, I do This, this is not helping anybody. Dude. You're taking up space with your uh, fucking, uh, what's it called? They don't even do anything important. No, otherwise they'd be going faster. Yeah. They, <laughs> they got just, nowhere to be. I don't think they, fu- dude, I don't think they could see. It's scary, dude. Old people driving is scary. I, I think they're waiting to die on the road. It's like a death wish for oh, them. Like, that, dude, take I, me out. I do think about that with old people. I do think old people sometimes do things. It's like, well, maybe I will die now. Yeah, it's like I, I make it not my fault. And I'll be at peace with that. And it'll be quick. And hopefully. I'll ruin someone else's life because they have to live with me dying. Yeah. <laughs> Killing me on the road. Yeah. They That's selfish. Just, they should just go skydiving. Yeah, no that, shit. There's plenty of other ways to die. Yeah, there's plenty of other ways to die. And a car wreck, man. That's one of my worst fears. Ugh. I think it just sounds miserable. But, okay, so it's also the, okay, so this is in France. When the light turns green, if you don't go, the nanosecond it turns green, you're going to get honked at. Really? Yes. That sounds horrible. Yes. So I'm always surprised when I'm at a light and the light turns green and I go, I'm the first one to go. And I look back and they all just slowly. Here. You're talking here, about here. here. Yes, I agree. It, it's true. And they would, they would like, they would have a nervous breakdown if they drove in France. For the amount of people that run red lights in Texas, like at the end, you know, when it like, when it switches back. And it goes red. People just the last like three cars go through a red light. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised how often it it takes them forever to go when it's green. Yeah, it's like they're making up. Oh, for the people that were slow when they're green, because mm-hmm. then it'll turn yellow, and it's just like everyone's going. I'm like, dude, it's red, and people <laughs> just go. I mean, the dude in the car, five cars back from the light, will honk. And say you better fucking go. Yeah, that's that. That's how like in, uh, you're talking about in, in France. France. Yes. Okay. 
and and in, in um uh in Senegal too actually they do that they do the same thing yeah they're like they'll honk at you like from way back like you better fucking go yeah if there's if there's even a light see that that was the thing about Thailand that was remarkable is it was the worst traffic and you know no one's honking and it's because they just have like this fucking elevated chill strain of buddhism there mm-hmm. where everyone's like eh, we're all late yeah fuck it and no i mean that's just their attitude everyone's like everyone's like they're on island time in the big city like wow. legit, I, yeah that, and i like that i prefer that vibe really yes no i don't rules. like the fucking i don't like the hey motherfucker i'm coming you know it's just like dude you get there when you get oh, there and no. and in, in, in senegal as as we're still late all the time but it's like if you don't force your way, you're not gonna make it. If you try to you try to run errands, you can only do two errands a day because there's just so much traffic. There's so much traffic, shit. and then you got people on on um, on the on bikes. You got people on scooters oh, okay, and yeah. kids on scooters, like sixteen year old kids on like yeah, three of them on is. one. That's how Bangkok. Yeah, is. Senegal's the same way now, and then there's no lanes. There's no, it's the same in Bangkok. There's no lanes. It's like you, it, 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 to each his own. And there's potholes all the time. I do the, feel like, though, and you tell me if this is true in Senegal, in Thailand, they don't do the honking, but they all do seem to have a better awareness of, like, let's fucking go. Yes, they do. So, but it's collective. It's not in, in Thailand, it's collective. They all understand, hey, we all got places to go. So it's like, there's, it's like a, a rain. No one's fucking off. We're all fucking going, man. And like I said, it's get the fuck out of the way because people will just fucking whiz by you right next oh, to you. In Senegal, it'll be because even places where the road is narrow, but you still have four cars like lined up going the same direction and people will walk on the road as well. So that can slow shit down all the time. Oh, yeah. And on top of that, you got animals crossing, you all kinds of bullshit. Yeah. It's probably the same thing over yeah. there. Yes. And, and you're like, I have to deal with all those things. Whereas if it was structured, there's lanes. There's like my car, my car. If I go over the lane, it, it's like self-corrects. Unless I, I, I turn the blinker on, it will self-correct. It will bring me back into my lane. Really? Yes. Oh, I don't like that. Yeah, I know. But it's like, you got to blink, bitch. That, that's oh it's t okay oh fucking hate that <laughs> well so when i go so over dangerous. when i go over the lane it goes i'm like okay i get it oh i, didn't put I my hate blade. that oh i hate cars co- telling me what to do <laughs> see i'm more for bicycle. <laughs> i'm more for the the third world for lack of a better term style of look at this giant lane because then it's like assumed you say all right buses semis Big fucking vehicles, all right? Mm-hmm. They get right away. Mm-hmm. Everyone else is around them. You got the fucking motorbikes in between. Yeah. Just squeezing in where they can. I'm like, fuck it. Let's do it. We'll get in there. If you can get ahead, go ahead. And then and then you got like the bike lane, and then you got like the fruit cart slash cow yeah. lane. Yep, yep, yep. And then you got whatever, then the gutter and the sidewalk and all that shit, and then pedestrians. I'm into it. I think it's a better system. You, you see those time lapse of an intersection in a third world country, oh, yeah. and it's you don't. It's like they just fly it. They never get hit. Nuts. They never get hit. Yes, they're and like I, pilots. But it's because they all respect that we're in the ocean, and we got to flow through it. You got to watch yeah. out for the sharks. Yep, yep, yep. Don't step on the guppies. 
be careful. We're all out here. And you know what? Fucking highest death rate in Bangkok is. I'm sure it's similar in a lot of countries for people like 18 to 35 motorcycle accident. Yeah. Same in Senegal. Yeah, it's just, I saw a kid. I saw a kid oh, getting run over. Oh, it's not good. You know, it's just fucking horrible. And and, and people don't have insurance. Yeah, first of all, I mean, of course, right? No, no, no. no, no it's just, so they don't care no about insurance. their cars. So they don't care about their cars. So if I'm forced in my way, so they're roundabouts. Fuck a light. It's a lot of roundabouts. Roundabouts. It's a French thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And they go I'm down with the roundabout. Huh? I'm down with the roundabout. Well, it, it's it's a trap because if you don't force away. So I've I've been in just this past holidays when I was there. Dude is driving. It's not even a nice car, but he will. It'll be like the uh, what's the, the the girl in the in the in your garage. Literally, just push your car out the way. Oh yeah, to force himself. Oh, oh yeah, fuck, fuck the right away. I have the right away. Wherever I'm going, I have the right away. So I will push your car with oh, my car fuck and fuck up my lights just to the, get over you see? because fuck you and your fucking taxi. That's why you need the, the Buddhism. You need the Buddhism there. No, we Africans. We don't even fucking see. I, that's what I was gonna say. Is that <laughs> we ain't got no Zen nothing. See, because then there's Costa Rica, right? Which is much more like farm style. I spent some time there just a, a couple weeks once. Mm-hmm. This is the thing they do that is fucking fucks with me. Is for fun because they're just bored. People will see how close they can get to the oncoming traffic, and that's a what? Cultural, that's a game. That's a cultural thing. So you'll be driving, and then the car coming at you goes. Like fucking within a hair, and then that's just like that's a cultural like fun thing to do. That's crazy, crazy, right? Whoa, yes. yo, no. So it's not even a fuck you. It's not this is a, to fuck with people. This no, is just... it's I don't know. I don't think it's to fuck with anyone. It's like something that I remember. It was they, someone tried to explain it to me when I went there, and they're like, "People do this here, so watch out." It's not like a, I'm going to put you in danger. It's like they can see how close they can get without hitting you. Okay, they have a death wish. Yeah, there's a death wish thing. Seriously. There. That was like scary. They, they must be really bored. So what you're you talking can't about... Jump planes. <laughs> what you're talking about... I wonder, if in, I wonder if China is similar. I wonder how China is. I've never been. I would love to go. I don't know. But I wonder... Because Bangkok, like I said, they have that Buddhism. So there's this like chill, like island time type of vibe. And I loved it. I was like, this is the most intense traffic I've ever seen. But everyone's kind of being respectful and chill. But then it sounds like similar traffic in Senegal, but no, people are being disrespectful. Oh, yeah. And then the, the, there are cops, but the cops are not in cars because <laughs> they can't get in. If they're something on, happens. So they're like walking around and they're on bikes and shit. No, not even on bikes. Like if it's like uh, one of those intersection cop, whatever. Yeah, they got but, the, the but whistle and I, all that shit. One of, my cousin, one of my cousins is a cop. And I tell him about some of the st- stuff I see and he goes, yeah, but the hardest part is there's so, so much traffic that it's hard for us to get through because there's no such thing as, hey, there's an emergency. Woo, 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 woo. Everybody yeah. get out of the way. Everybody's like, yeah, fuck off. I got places to go to. Yeah. I've been trying to go see my, my, my grandma since this morning. I'm still stuck in traffic, and I left at 9 a.m., and it's 3 p.m. Oh. <laughs> Seriously, it, it, it's, so, it's so bad because, again, there's no rules. It's like it's a free-for-all, but you, you give – you have a free-for-all system in the country where people don't really care much. Uh-oh. And I hit this shit on my, on my home but, country. But, but, but maybe the human life value is low in those situations? Or? Not that it's low. It's more of a, it's, it's a mentality. It's a lack of discipline. That's what it comes down to. Sure. Because if you're like, as you said earlier, hey, 
I'm in this friggin' you know death machine. Yeah, that I could really hurt somebody. Yes. I'm. I gotta be vigilant and I gotta be respectful of others. And I gotta. Yeah. Okay. You go. Okay. Now you go. Now I go. Some kind of. There's some code with all of that. But if you're not a disciplined person, and as a community, you're just not. And it's just like, hey, man. I'm. I, I will drive on the sidewalk, which is really sand, just to get around you, uh, because. You're stuck in a pothole. Fuck off! I, you know, it, it's like it, it's a free for all. It's the best way to, to to put it. See, I prefer the free for all, but it also th- this conversation has made me appreciate the wide lanes and straight, yeah. clean, well maintained roads of Texas. Yeah, you're welcome. Except, <laughs> except for that road, I, I feel like I was in some backward ass fucking country driving up here because I took that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ways to get that weird ass road to your place. Yeah, take it at three a.m. It's a trip. Yeah, drunk. It's also a trip. But but otherwise, but otherwise, Texas is pretty good. People are aggressive drivers here, and it's a little dangerous because people love to do ninety and a hundred, and they got big trucks and all that. But for the most part, it's actually like pretty. No, we got it pretty pretty nice. Yeah, space. Like the fact that you don't have to learn how to parallel park ever. Because the parking lots are so freaking big. That's And the point. parking spots are so big. I drive a Fiat, too. So it's like. Yeah, you drive a freaking match box. Yeah. yeah. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah. You would fit well in Europe. I drive like car. a safe motorcycle. Pretty well, much. My girlfriend's English. So that explains. The ah, that's what it is. That's yeah, what it is. that's what it is. All right. So what's your what's your last one? Like. Worst, you, did, you did two. I did, I did two. two. Oh, man. Worst drivers. Shit. Um, I didn't do my homework. I that's ripped fine. the first I, one. That's fine. I got one. You do yeah. it. Go ahead. Yeah. I really, has, it, it just bothers me. This is not my top. There's no order to this. Sure. But there's something about people who drive trucks that just like irks trucks. me. Yes, that just irks me. And to your, to your point earlier, that the bigger the vehicle, the more dominant I am. It's like a, like I'm, I'm, I'm king dingling on, on the road. So if I'm telling you, my headlights are right in your freaking thing. Oh, I hate that. I mean, I drive or, a Fiat, so you know I deal with this. Yes. So you, you feel like because they're higher up, they dominate. Well, it is psychological, right? They are. They're higher no, up than you. No, I know. Literally. I get, yes. But it's like, I mean, I'm not saying that you know, with your matchbox that you're rolling yeah. around. You're oh, nothing. People disrespect me they all the time, They could drive over your car is what I'm trying to say oh, with yeah. their tires. People disrespect me all the time. Like the, the trucks that have, no, they have two front wheels, but they have the lift two. Kit. They have two wheels on each side in the back. Oh, God, that's the worst. Those fuckers. Yeah, yeah. It's not even F-150. is like, oh, you're cute. But if you're one of those, hey, I got big tires, like I got li- like borderline monster truck. Yeah, no, I've, that's the way it is. Like, what is the point of Yeah, this? what are you trying to do? You have well, to so jump out your car. Pe- there are some people that do stuff with these trucks. I get that. But a lot of the time it is. It's a fucking, it's a dick swinging contest. Yeah. Those and guys. so it's kind of like, it's like, you know, cops are generally, you know, maybe with the exception of your brother. Uh <laughs> are people who like they like to be assholes you know like i would say a lot of people are like that. a lot of cops are like that so it's similar to like the big truck driving person it's like it's the it's a personality type yeah like you, is I drawn can, exactly. to this truck but it actually is a little bit of the small man syndrome i think i mean you, you've heard they're like oh you got a big truck so a small dick exactly that, that's, that's why i drive the fiat because <laughs> 
No, that's why I drive the Fiat because it's a passenger car, and that's so I can fit my giant cock into the second seat. I know it's a pain in the ass, but I have to drive a small car. No, but it, it, when you get to a point where, and 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 on top of that, you have a. I feel like every truck should haul something when they're. But they're road. never hauling anything. I know. Or if you see one of those big trucks and it's clean, you're yes. like, fuck you. Yeah, because in the commercials, they're doing shit. So, dude, I'm going to call Texas out for this because Texas. <laughs> Thank you. I'm serious. Because I'm from Oregon, right? And Oregon's redneck as fuck. It's not. People, you know, they associate it with Portlandia. And that Portland is like that show. Mm-hmm. Portland is like that. But Portland is one city in a very big state mm-hmm. and is mostly conservative redneck motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. It's the final vestige of white people. You know, it's like the Oregon Trail. It's like the final, the, the West. Right. So it's it's like that. But the, the trucks out there, there are still a few people that drive it. They use it like an ornament or whatever, mm-hmm. like an extension of their dick or whatever. But for the most part, they're covered in fucking mud. Yeah, they're logging shit. They're fucking logging shit. Or they're just out funning around fucking driving on logging roads and jumping their car over shit and like, yeah. and mudding. They call it mudding. They go, because we have a lot of mud up there. It's raining a lot. Right. So you fucking go out and do it. And then you got the wench on there to pull yourself out. And they're using it like that. Yeah. Texans. No. They do a lot of this belt buckle wearing shit when there isn't a cow in sight. You know, the cowboy boots, the pearl sight. There's an aesthetic here. I, I bet you that couple pulled me over and has a truck. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. He drives a truck. Cops drive trucks. And, There's and, no and, cops driving a fucking Fiat when they, get, <laughs> when they leave the station, dude. No. Yes. But, but like... You know who drives the truck that always has shit in the back? Who? Mexicans. Yeah, they have their family in the back. <laughs> they have family, they have lawnmowers. They yeah, have, yeah, that's they have, true. They have sofas. They're using them. They're doing shit with it. They're doing shit with but it. But white dudes. They love to just fuck. It's why, just, why would you restrict the amount of space in your car just to have something in the back and not use it? Ah, oh, dude, it's such an interesting point. It is. Texas is very much... The epicenter of that this phenomenon that you're speaking of. I try to describe it to my friends in France because they're like because because um, usually you no know, French car, European cars in general are Small. smaller, right? And because remember the smart car, yes, yeah, it would never work here. That's a freaking ant on the road. It's compared dangerous. To those I mean, trucks. the Fiat is like you're pushing. Yeah, it. borderline. Yeah, like if you drive if you're driving a Miata. Like, you're really asking to be stumped. That, I'm very careful around semis and stuff in my car, and I tell my girl the same thing. Yeah. Like, make sure that they're aware that you're there. Get past them quick. Don't hang out in their blind spot. you got to move past, like, yep. not just big trucks, but, like, semis and shit. Right, right, right. Like, you never hang in the back. You get past them. Yep. And Because uh, they might not see you, and they could fuck you up. And so the same with big trucks, too. And this is the worst, is that sometimes you get the asshole driver... Uh-huh. It was that little dick motherfucker who has that big truck and sees your Fiat and thinks, fucking this fucking Californian motherfucker. <laughs> this is Texas. And puts me in danger. Yeah. And I'm just like, dude. Maybe that's my, I, I think that's the, my number one. I put the steer horns on the fucking front to represent. <laughs> Pull your dick out of your window. Come on. <laughs> like, hey. dude, look at this fucking thing. Come on. <laughs> I'm undercompensating. <laughs> you little dick motherfucker. But it is kind of like it's an it's an extension of ego. It is. And it's a way that you can go do it. Because, so look, I do stand-up, right? Mm-hmm. And that's an extension of my ego, too. And I use it that way. Mm-hmm. In a way, that's my big truck. 
in a social right. conversation about I do stand up. Ooh, you do stand up. It's like but a little bit of way people's of faces, though. I, I don't do that. But what I'm saying though is that in a way in my life that can come up in a way that makes me feel like a little bit my my fucking kit's raised up. My tires are a little bigger than yours, okay? I'll get up on stage and I'll talk to people. All I'm saying is that I have that in my life in some ways, too. I can recognize why someone might want to feel that way, why they want a big truck to feel big about themselves, right? Right. But that motherfucker can't get on stage and that motherfucker can't draw or whatever or whatever it is they can't do, but they can go take a lease out on a big fucking truck Yeah. and they can do that. And it's one of the things they can do. So they will because they don't have other options or ways to express themselves. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's always been sold to me. When I when I explain to my friends, I go, so you're watching the commercials for trucks. And it's this like, yo, manly man. You yes. know, like the, the truck is on the hill, uh, you know, logging shit. And it's like you're – the voiceover is like this very like, yo, if you're a man – like basically – Bitches don't drive these trucks. You yeah, can't be no. a bitch and drive this truck. Trucks. Yeah. As the new F one fifty. You know, you know what's big about Texas? It's like one of those things. Yes. And then because they're playing to the, the And it works. Yes. It works, but it's still a utility vehicle. Yeah. And they're not utilizing They're not utilizing it. anything of it. No. Well they don't need to. I got dude, I have a neighbor who <laughs> who dude, he works at a pet shop. He got fired recently. Not to give away his shit, but he drives one of those big fucking trucks, and he's my neighbor. I know what he's up to. He goes back and forth to work at a pet shop. But he wants to put up this front that he's this man. He's this big truck, and <laughs> he doesn't do anything with it. He gets food delivered to his house nightly. <laughs> Dude, he's in his or he's our age, and he had a heart attack. Oh, I should. I don't mean to like. I'm not. I we don't really talk. He's been my neighbor for a few years. They're renters. Uh, wow. I, mean, <laughs> I don't want to put you on blast, but goddamn, that's three uh, strikes. We call the pet shop boys because they bought several of them. They're like roommates in this house. And there's not nothing against them. They're cool. They gave us some fish that they caught. His brother shot a deer on a property. They gave me food. They're real nice. Oh, okay. So they but do that kind of stuff. But we don't, we don't, yeah, they do. I think they're adjacent to that stuff. Uh-huh. But I think he mostly just sits around. I don't know what they do in their house. I would ima- I've never been in it. Uh-huh. I would imagine they just watch TV. <laughs> I don't think they leave or do anything. I know because I, they're never outside on their property except for to let the dog out or whatever. Right. I never see him walking around the neighborhood. I'm not surprised they had a heart attack just from knowing that the guy's sedentary. You know what I mean? I know uh, he's yeah. a classic American who doesn't do shit. Sits around his fucking house. You don't deserve that truck. You know. You also don't deserve that heart. You're not fucking. You're not using it. You gotta go out, walk I mean, around. You, you can't have. You can't have one of those trucks. And you pull up, and your job is your. You had the. Your job is working at the DPS. Yeah, you fucking sell or, or the post office. Like you're you selling alpha alpha pellets to fucking rabbit owners, dude. <laughs> this guy's selling like fucking dewormer. To people with chihuahuas and shit. I mean, this. I'm, what I'm saying, I'm not to say that his job's a bad job to have, but he doesn't need that truck. I know it. I've never seen him use it for anything. Give him a Pento. I've lived there for four like years, that. three years. I've never seen him. You, it's immaculate. He re- changed it and got a new one, too, re- recently. New, oh, wow. And that, Yeah. And it's just like, dude, you don't. It's totally a status symbol. And I've never seen pussy at the house. Maybe he's gay. I don't know. I'm not judging him. 
I'm just saying Probably. I've never seen. Yo, you are. I've you seen neighbor. his family and shit. I'm just being real, dog. <laughs> Look, I'm just being You're real. You're your neighbor. I hope you hear I this. I pull more pussy with my Fiat, dude. I hope you better. Yes. You better because it's, it's, it's false advertising at this point. Yeah, it's just. It's also like cars are cool and I have driven in nice cars and it does. Man, it it, it makes a difference in terms of how people view you. Sure. It can. But the kind of people who are going to be impressed by those kind of things, that's pretty shallow. Well, you wouldn't, like, even if you own a Lambo, chances are you don't work at the post office or at H-E-B. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Like, at least I know that's guaranteed, okay, you drive this kind of car, so I'm assuming you're well off. You, you live in Because it's out of the range. Exactly. But if anybody can get a truck. Exactly. Anybody can get a fucking truck. Exactly. You, you get a beat up truck and you still act like, oh, yeah, I'm better than you. I, I'm higher than you. And yet, you're a teacher. I, I mean, no, 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 knock on teachers, but like you're, you, I expect you to be a construction worker, a contractor, have your own HVAC company, something. No, but people are, re- yeah, because then that's what you would use it for. Yeah, I think that they will make laws that will make it more difficult to own a vehicle like that if you aren't using it. I think they should. They, well, if you I have think, a family, because why are you sucking up all the gas? You're not even fucking using that tank for what it's for and if you have kids why do you you need the room why would you wouldn't put your kids on the truck bed no exactly so you have less room inside the car just so you can show that you have a big dick i think we'll see that in the next five to ten years we will see major restrictions on gas vehicles just because they're shifting that way Uh the the global economy is shifting that way and that it will there will be all these permits and work permits and stuff for you to have certain vehicles because it doesn't make sense. I'm not for more government restriction, mm-hmm. but I think that that's going to happen. I hope so. Yeah, I, I think really so. Do. I think so. It doesn't make sense. But, you know, people are like, oh, fuck the government. I want the government to tell me. I'm like, yeah, but come on, man. Just just be practical. It's not even about that. It's just be practical. Be a good person because you are in a death machine. Whether you like it or not, that's what that is. The amount of engineering, the amount of stuff that now cars can do. I'm not even going Tesla. I'm just saying in general, like that's like now it's standard. I was telling you earlier, my car would tell me if I get over a lane. So all this technology is there and you want convenience and you're willing to pay for it with whatever car you're driving. And yet you don't realize how much of a liability that could be just because you want to show off in your in your nice car. Oh, and you so want to f- and you want to make ruin somebody else's day, yeah. Because you can, yeah. Because you horrible. fucking can. Well, it's just like that's that's it, dude. Like I think that you should you should have to prove that you've taken out like a certain you've gotten like certain number of chicks numbers, <laughs> like per month. You got to be out. You got to be bringing at least a girl home. At least. I look, not to make it by my neighbor, but it's been three years. Like, I've never seen a, a lady walk. <laughs> I want to meet your neighbor. I don't want to judge the guy. Dude, he puts a Trump thing up. Oh. He, yeah, I mean, he's that, like, he is that Texan conservative dude, and I don't judge that. I got too no late, problem with this guy. But I just, it's just this type where I can see, I could just see it, man. It's like some people, they get caught onto those kind of status symbols and they think uh-huh. that's what's important. Yep. And I just feel bad for someone who works their ass off just to achieve what a commercial told them is makes them like above the person next to them. You wouldn't do it if it's it didn't work. so sad, but it's not even <laughs> working for them. 
had a heart attack at 42. If you're fucking, you're going to not have a heart attack at 42. Unless you're like fucking so much. Uh, I want to meet your neighbor. I want to come down to your neck of the woods in Main Shack. Yeah, you got to come. And then I want to I I meet your neighbor. And then we'll just, we'll just sit outside and just watch him going out of his house. You never see him. He's not, and now he's laid off. So you don't, he's just home with his fucking immaculate trucks out there. And it's funny because I, I get shit shipped because I do man shit in my yard. Mm-hmm. Like I, I got to get like fuck plywood and stuff and I can't use my Fiat or my girl's soul mm-hmm. to move this shit. And I just think, man, you got that big truck there. But I know it would be a huge like bum out if I said, hey, man, you mind? Can we get some shit from Home Depot? Because I can't. You know, I gotta get like a charge to get them to send it to me. Mm-hmm. You got that truck? He'd be put out. He'd be put out by that. Be like, no, you put a dent in it. It's it's. I, yeah. just, I, just, uh, I just cleaned it yesterday. Yeah. Like it rained. Do, yes, and we're not good enough friends. It would make sense <laughs> for me to ask. We're not all friends right. at all. I would say, fuck your neighbor. Yeah, I mean, I you know what? I don't have any will toward him, but I just I'm like, man, it's sad. It is. It's people's lives. All oh. right. Yeah, we're almost at two hours. Wow, well, let's stop, dude. That no, was a lot. No, but this is good. This is good. Uh, where can people find you, all that good stuff? Oh, man, check out my show, Cocktails at the Pershing East, April 28th. If you're in Austin, shows at 8 p.m., definitely come to that. You can see on YouTube, if you look up Cocktails in Austin, Texas, Cocktails, spelled like stories, Cocktails. Like DuckTales? Yes. Uh you can and you look up Austin, Texas. You can find it on YouTube and watch the shows that we have filmed. Are oh, you, oh, you film all of them? I've filmed a lot of them. So there's a eleven of them on YouTube. Mm-hmm. They're like a, it's a two hour show. Maybe skip through, find a story you find interesting or whatever. Nice. Um, but I don't, you know, if you come to Austin, just look go out to Magnolia for me. and say what's up to say Chris. what's up to me, dude. Yeah, say what's up to me. I mean, I'm around. I do stand up and shit. I'm working on my online presence more. Yeah, we all should. I, I'm like, the thing is, <laughs> should we though, or should some of us chill out and maybe work on having something to say? Well, because that's my thing. It's not that I'm against anyone out there whoring themselves. You should do it. You should get. How are people going to know if you're not out there? But, but also, maybe, maybe but you have, have shit to say. Maybe you have something no, to no, put it, out. It, it, here's the thing. I think you and I have lived long enough to where we have. I, look, I can't believe we talked about traffic and, and drivers for this long. Yeah. So we have shit to say. We've lived, True. we've seen shit, we know shit. So we actually have shit to say. The thing is, and we actually interesting is what I should say. Interesting shit to say. The thing is, we got to keep up with these, sorry I say it, but youngins, we ain't got shit to say, but they say anyway all the time. All the time. All the time. And I'm like, I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. So it, it, it's like a, it's a race to being relevant, really. And yeah. you're like, do I really want that? But because I think that genuinely, if someone and and that's why you're here, and that's why I think you're uh, you're a great person to talk to. Oh, thanks for that, having me. I had a good time. Is that this right here is what's priceless when you're talking to a void, and you hope that people actually see, you know, hear you out or say something or comment or like or share. Too much. It's like, look, you want to know me? Come talk to me. Agreed. I'm the dope one here. Agreed. I'm the dope one. You have to realize that. I'm. I mean, you're dope. I like talking to you. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. But it is like it is weird though. You go out and 
you know, we're talking about stand-up comedy specifically, or at least in my mind I am sure. right now. And um, the people that I see online who do have a presence, uh, some of them, and then when I meet them in person, I'm like, you can't even speak to me like I'm a human being. That's what I mean by that. And it's just so discouraging. I'm, but the thing is, man, is it's all projection. So I'm glad for everyone to be doing their thing. Sure, by all means. But do, I don't do what works, but whatever your intentions are, that's like, do you. That's do, fine. Yeah, that's good. But what I'm saying is, when you've, and we're showing our age again, is that when you live long enough and you know what it means to have a connection with somebody, uh, friendship, relationship, business, relationship, whatever nature of the relationship is, you know what it means and you know what what works for you. And you don't have time to deal with the bullshit. That's like, true. If I'm going to talk to you, I want to talk to you as you, not as a title not as a representative of blah, blah, blah. Just that's all I want is you as an individual. Sure. And that's it. But what's out there and what's online, that's not necessarily you. No, and usually the people that are projecting the most are showing the least of themselves. Exactly. And it's like this fabricated version. or And that's mm-hmm. not everyone. There's people that are interesting doing sure. it. I, I say that all to say that I don't have a lot out there or ways to connect to me because – I haven't been. I never really felt sure that I had anything to say before. And Are you only, kidding me? Only recently have I felt very confident in myself to say something. But How recent? You talk in the last year? Really, year? Year or two, maybe? But yeah, I've just only recently started to come into my own where I feel comfortable sharing my thoughts. Because that's interesting. Because I just don't. I just never had anything to say before. Nothing that I felt I, that was found it very of hard value, to believe. of value. I didn't feel like I had a lot to say of value. I was more into like listening to other people. That's and, fine. And you know what I mean? Like That's I just never most. really felt sure that I knew what I had to say. And I, I'd say the pandemic going through that, I started to really be like, oh, this is what I, I, I was coming into it right before the pandemic. I started to feel like I had a voice and I understood how I wanted to use it. Mm-hmm. And then the pandemic happened and I had to like reevaluate. But now I'm really feeling good about it. I think you'd be the perfect type to have a show when it's just you talking. Nobody else. Oh, man. No, no, seriously. It's a nightmare. No, no, I don't think you, you – I really think that you'd be that kind of person where I can give you three words and you just go off for five minutes straight. Yeah, I just talk. No, exactly. But what value does that add? And now, You know what no, I mean? No, no, no. Here's the thing. We've been talking for almost two hours. Uh-huh. There were some gems. We've learned some shit, and we actually put up put our finger on certain things in this conversation, the conversation we just had. Now, people will draw their own conclusion, but what I'm saying is, you contributed to an interesting conversation, and for our sake, that's what I appreciate. People will think what they want to fucking think. Yeah. So. Don't sell yourself short on that. I'm trying not you to sell myself short. You walked in here saying you were a great conversationalist. I know that I am. All right. So other people tell it. me. So I just I'm, hey, I know. exactly. Don't and brag. I enjoy it. You're right. Don't brag. Let other people tell you. Yeah, I, other people tell me I'm good, so I'm all right. Yeah, it, I enjoy talking. Someone easy to talk to is a rare thing these days. I know. So that's true. Be a representative and be like, hey, if you want to talk to me, holla at me. Yeah, I won't dismiss you. I won't talk shit back. Yeah, I'll make a few comments. I'll be funny with it, uh, and you'll feel at ease. Yeah, that's good. That's a good quality. It's to not have. road rage here. We're just no, being dude. respectful. We're two human beings on the same planet at the same time. 
exchanging ideas. That's it, all it's, a, it's like a dying art form. Oh, it is. Man, we can talk for another three hours. I feel like it's... Well, dude, thank you. I've had so much fun, man. No, this is great. This is great. All right, so follow Chris Castle. Uh, what's your Instagram show? Oh, check out Cocktails. I'm on Instagram as Chris Castles. We have all the links and stuff. Yeah, so. check. Yeah, I'll send you all the stuff. Check me out. And uh, yeah, if you're in Austin, come out to a show. Say hi. I'd love to talk to you. Yeah, just make sure he's your server at uh, Magnolia on South Congress. And it'll be it'll be a good time. Tip him well, and congrats on the kid, by the way. Thank I you. Say that baby mama's calling me right now. I better call her. I'm gonna be in trouble. Yes. So thank you again. We'll talk to you next time. Make sure you follow the feedback everywhere on socials, the YouTube, and all, st- all that stuff. Record play live on Instagram. Got big announcements, big things coming up. So stay tuned for that. We'll appreciate you. We'll talk to you next time. Ciao, ciao.